Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the week again. The Rugby League Rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard, and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. And we are right on the precipice of season 2017 now. The trials have been done. The nines have been done. We've also got the World Club Challenge Games coming up this weekend. But who cares about all that crap? We are on the border of what matters, the 2017 NRL season box head. It's come around quick. Come around real quick. So looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the podcast. It's always uh, one of our favourites. So let's rip in. Season preview is always good. Auckland Nines preview went good. Plenty of listens out there. Good way to start the year. Predictions, we both got five teams in, but obviously the finalists, two surprise, two teams at $26. The Panthers, the Roosters, the Storm also hanging around a surprise, and the favourites, the Cowboys choking. But now, season previews, they work the same as they always have. We're going to go alphabetically through the team. So Brisbane through to the West's Tigers. Uh, Basically what we do is... Have a quick talk about the team from last year, how they look this year, gains, losses, thoughts for the upcoming season. We build our ladder, what we think will be 1-16, to 16, and then we give our futures and overs, unders, wins for the teams for this year. So who we think will be premiers, minors, spoon, slider, improver, dark horse, points, tries, gallium, you name it, and overs, unders, for example. The Broncos, 14.5 wins this year, whether we think over, under. But more importantly, building our 1-16, to 16, building our top eights, our top four, and who... We'll be playing finals football and have the chance to win the Premiership this year. Starting things off, we have the Brisbane Broncos. So last year, finished fifth. Uh, week two of the finals, they obviously crashed out a couple of injuries in that game and that blistering hot game that went to Golden Point. They were sixth in attack, fifth in defence, and in all honesty, uh, probably underachieved last year and had some, had some dramas. I think they played fairly ordinary by their standards last year. I see them improving. They've obviously lost Corey Parker, which is going to hurt. Uh, however, they've got uh, Benji Marshall coming in, Moga coming in, Pangai, David Mead. So some nice, uh, obviously some nice buys there. Mm, uh, got... They've got good depth, they've got good juniors, good coach. Yeah. And mm. they already had a pretty stock side there. You Corey pick... Parker was obviously on the way out. And the pickups again. Parker, he was kind of icing out near the end. He didn't even give him a full game in that last game, possibly. No. Um, I do like Corey Parker. We love Corey Parker. But we at do. the same time, the part of the drama last year was with Parker, Maguire, and a bit of a core group there. But looking who was out, honestly, Parker's a big one, but they've got plenty to replace. Uh, Jared Wallace was a good player, but they've got Corbin Sims and some good juniors. Offerhand Gowie was on the outer last year. Jaden Sewer, Francis Molo, Sam Levea. There's George Fire, Keegan Hipgrave. They've got some good young props from their 20 setup and the like. And obviously, Pengai Jr., Jai Arrow, two more forwards to add who are going to be better for last year's run. Um, the ins, obviously, you've got Moga, Mead. They're both coming in. That's handy backup for the back line. Basically, no losses there. Benji Marshall's a good backup along with Nick Arima. So they've got plenty of halves depth, good back line depth, good spine. The only thing you kind of look at, again, I look at the front rowers, but 
Uh, Sims and Blair, possibly Friday off the bench. Pangai Jr. playing tight. They're a little bit small, but if all things are right and that intense back in their defense, which was lacking last year, there's no reason why this team couldn't have some kind of threat on the competition. And obviously Ben Hunt, he signed to leave, but you'd like to think that he wants to have a huge year to justify that money, along with Milford. Yeah, well, he's not going to just mail it in for the year. No. No, no way in the world, so... And contract year. McCulloch, Milford, lots of players. So there's a lot of guys here that'll be looking to make a mark and make sure things are sewed up, so... I, and I as I mind. said, they they underachieved last year. 100%. But 100%. You, I think, realistically, they wouldn't have expected to play in the grand final, but they were gutted they didn't, didn't get back to the grand final, and the ultimate goal last year for them was revenge to win it. So they've basically got the same... Side intact. Obviously, the, you know Jack Reed and Corey Parker have got experience, but as you said, Parker was playing. Reed didn't minutes. play it all last year. Reed anyway. wasn't playing at all. No, That's right. The only so. real loss here is Parker, and Wallace was solid. But you know, you pick up Sims and you get Mitchell Dodds back, who was solid for him before he left England. And the amount of good young twenties players and Offer Hengau, he got iced out last year. He was great for him the year they had the grand final. Yeah. Plus, like I said, Sam Levea, George Fye, Keegan Hipgrave, they've got some firepower to place. Um, I do like the Broncos. I don't. <laughs> quite know uh, if they'll be able to go the distance, but you definitely think that Wayne Bennett's going to fix things. I have them finishing fifth, but I'd say they're my dark horse. Okay, so but you've got them finishing fifth. This is after 26 rounds. I have them finishing that fifth. Origin will take, you know, probably Gillette, Maguire, Boyd, Oates, yeah. Milford, I don't know if there's any injuries, possibly. Thaday's possibly still in there, so they're going to lose five or six. But the rankings we're giving now, they're for how they'll finish after 26 rounds. This is after 26 rounds. Okay. Not I've got them finishing first. I've got them winning the minor premiership. You've got to win the minor premiership. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like you said, there's good depth in all positions. Even the back one, if they lose players, Monga can come in. Seve, Pearson played last year, Opacek played last year, and they've got Gamat Shabasaki, who's a good 18-year-old. So um, good depth in all positions. Decent 1-17. to 17. Just wondering if they're big enough, but the game is getting faster. So fifth for me, first for Brock. Uh, the odds with WilliamHill.com. If you're going to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, make sure you do it with William Hill. The futures for the Brisbane Broncos, they are $9 to be the Premiers, $7 to be the minor Premiers, top four, two twenty-five, dollars $1.30. To make the top eight, three dollars thirty. If you reckon they'll miss the eight, spoon one hundred and one. The overs and unders is fourteen and a half wins. Uh, I've got over, and so do you for that. Yeah, we both got over. So over will get you a dollar seventy-seven. Unders is two dollars. But that's our thoughts on the Brisbane Broncos. First team in our previews. The Canberra Raiders are number two for the previews. Second last year. Made the prelim final heartbreaking way to lose. They were first in attack, seventh in defence, which was the big thing that was holding them back. Uh, 17 wins, one draw, and six losses. Looking at this side, obviously, the effect of the last two years is they've stripped out a bit of depth. Um, obviously, having to re-sign some guys who they had on cheap contracts. Rapana exploded. Leilua exploded. Hodgson, Whitehead, they've upgraded a lot of guys within contracts, which led to a few guys getting pushed out. Obviously, they couldn't keep holding on to Mitch Barnett, who was Cup Player of the Year. Nuasala and Waka got pushed out. They were there to build a bit of culture and, and be moved on, which they did. Vaughan, Kennedy, there's a couple of guys there they pushed out to compensate. But um, looking at them, they're still a very, very solid 1-17 to side. There's some good depth in a few of the positions there. Probably the most important one they lost was the halves depth with Williams. Um, but a very, very good forward pack. And you've got Kato Audio and a couple of guys. Nick Kotrick, who's very good for backline depth. Yeah, they... Obviously, as you said, the loss in the uh, preliminary final would have hurt. However, they overachieved last year. I didn't. I think I had them finishing ninth last year. I didn't even have them in my eight. So, uh, not that I overlooked them. I still look at their squad and I think the there's two holes there. I, Jack White at fullback for me. 
needs to improve or they need to find someone who is better than him at fullback. Uh, that's that's a hole for me. And the left wing spot, is it going to be Edric Lee? Is it going to be Nick Kotrick? How they juggle that spot because they need to make sure they've got both wings uh, edges sewn up and they've got good finishes on, on both sides. Obviously, the other side with Leilua and Rapana will be all sewed up, but just the left wing and, and Jack White at fullback are my question marks, but uh, I've got them right up there if they can take a little bit out of what they did last year and improve. As you said, they were the second, sorry, first in attack, seventh in defence. If they can improve their defence slightly and maintain their attack, they're going to be really, really hard to beat. Yeah, well, I'm expecting better this year, particularly from Austin and Caesar. Both had disrupted years last year, injuries. I don't think they got even close to playing their best football. Uh, if they combine well with Hodgson, who's only been getting better and better, Paul will be better for an off-season. Boyd will be a lot more confident coming off uh, the Australian tour. Papali was excellent last year, so Whitehead, Soliola, Turner, Bateman off the bench to Pine, um, and Dave, your mate Davey Taylor. Yeah. They've got him on a free roll of the dice, really, so... When you look at the situation, when you have to strip a bit of your squad depth or strength in like JK, Vaughn, these kind of guys, you pick someone up like that basically on the cheap. Um, it could be good, could be bad, but either way... I think It's not going to hurt them on the cap, is it? No, nah, and they've got some guys that are really good in their cups. Like Fenson's been pushed out. He's better than most at an origin time, say, period, if they need somebody. Scott Sorensen, outstanding New South Wales Cups, played a handful of NRL games. Priest played some games. Um, I think overall... Pretty strong all round, and I think they'll finish second. I don't think Origin will have a big bearing on the Raiders, and I think they'll have another strong year. Yeah, I've got them finishing fourth. I think they'll be top four. Um, the the only real thing, the only real question you could ask is, was last year? Do they play above their ceiling last year? Or are they going to come back down? Yeah. If they play to you know an average level or their potential, yeah. I think their potential is has increased. Hundred percent. You look at the likes of Hodgson and Tapine and. All these young players they've got, even um, Leilua yeah. and Rapana are still relatively young. Caesar's young, Austin's young. They, they've got a very, very young side. Yeah, and even the forward pack. Papali, Paulo, Boy, everyone's young. Yeah, There's plenty Papali, of potential there. White and Whitehead and these guys that have, what, they're now moving into their uh, second and third years in the NRL, the the Pommy players, yeah. again, they're going to take... Um, Soliola is the real leader here from all reports. Massive last year, really good. Got injured one player of the year the year before when he first got back. Um, and like I said, the bench last year was really, really good for him. They got a lot out of time. And like you said, their, their uh, depth is very good. Yeah, in those key spots. Um, Lachlan Croker also, ACL last year, had a massive future. Or big raps on him, so it's, there's a lot on him if he has to come in like Williams has. But, uh, yeah, they've got depth, some backline depth there. Forward depth, there's some guys that are still sitting around. So, overall, pretty strong squad. I've got him second. What have you say you have him? I have him fourth. Got him fourth, yeah. I think... I can, I can buy in a little bit of what you're saying, and I question that as well. They're not a side, say, like a Melbourne or a Cowboys or a Brisbane that we associate with the top eight or consistent. But they were talking about building this culture, building this kind of side, so I'm going to back them in to continue along this pathway and get there again. But just going off the, the, the roster, they should be in the top four or around that mark. They have no excuse not to be in the top eight. Mm, I think they're a fullback away or a, a big improvement out of Jack White and away from winning a comp. Yep. I'd probably you look, at their, look at their spine, it's... Yeah. Loaded. Spine, forward pack, back line. They've got all the boxes ticked. Uh, with WilliamHill.com, they're $9 to win the Premiership, $8 for the minor. Top four, two fifty. Top eight, $1.40. To miss the eight, they're $2.80. For the spoon, the Raiders are 67 Not going to happen. Overs, unders, 12 and a half. Basically, 12 wins is in the eight. So I think this has been a little bit generous. Uh, it's over 12 and a half, sure. Yeah, we both got them over. Mm. So if you go the overs, it's $1.77. If you reckon they'll go under 12 and a half, you get... 
$2 for the Canberra Raiders. The Bulldogs, a bit of a sore point almost every year for us, and there's a lot of fans out there who definitely don't agree, but um, I, I hope things change this year, but I don't really see it happening. Seventh last year, they got knocked out week one of the finals. Attack, they were ninth. Defense, uh, defense sorry, they were sixth. Uh, 14 and 10 wins and losses last year. Looking at this side, basically nothing's changed. I think they've got weaker in the back line. Um, the spine, you've seen enough now. And by Reynolds, Leisha, Hopawade, unless by some miracle Des gives some control to these guys, I don't know what's going to happen. It's been forwards, passing forwards, creating everything, all second man instead of destroying the ruck with their massive forward pack. Um, Leisha hasn't panned out quite what we thought he was going to be. I also have mentioned numerous times that the Innes didn't really attack the way he did until he went to the Sharks. So I think it's kind of part of Des Hasler's system that's stunting them. But even if he unleashed him by Reynolds, I don't think either of them are genuine halves. Um, I think a buy is maybe a six. Reynolds, to me, is not a half. And Hopwadi at the back, I don't think he's as dynamic as Abby, but is he going to get an opportunity as well? So all in all, I look at their forward pack. I think it's pretty good, but the back line, I don't think it's that great. And depth, again, there's a couple of guys there I'm looking at. They're solid, but they're not outstanding. We've seen it before. I don't know if this will be... The, I think this will finally be the year that they find themselves on the out. And if the pressure's already on Hasler, um, I think he may be finding the door. And the word is that the Dragons are basically sitting there waiting full stop regardless of what happens, saying he's got a job if he gets the punt. Mm. Look, at, you've nailed most of it there. I, I agree. I, I think they need to stick Brad Abbey in at fullback and have a look at that, uh, how that could potentially pan out. I think they're half short because Michael... I wasn't sold on Michael Leisha at Cronulla and... Uh, when they paid decent money for him to go to the Dogs. He doesn't have a running game. Uh, his defence is very, very good, no doubt about that. But his running game and his options out of nine aren't really getting this Dogs forward pack going forward. Mind you, I think a lot of that has to do with, as you said, the coaching structure. Well, look at Dennis. Dennis was great when he was yeah. there, but you didn't see him feature like he has at the Sharks. I think he based, the forwards are the halves, the mm. forwards are the ball players. The spine is almost secluded, like your pet hate last year, not kicking. They didn't kick the football. What's the point? We, we butted heads on that. I, I can't understand why. Oh, inside in, the 20 sometimes, I, I can understand running. But just... Well, it tells me that you don't trust your halves, which is you can't win a competition if you don't trust your spine players. You can't pay for well, you're me. not at least giving them a go. You can't pay seven fifty for Imbai, 600 for Reynolds. These are just figures that were roughly thrown out. 400 for Leisha and possibly 600 for a bloke at fullback who doesn't play any Sundays. It's a lot of money and no trust. If you're going to pay your spine, your spine needs to lead your side around. Yeah, look, and I think they've lost two quality finishers in Sam Parrott and oh, Curtis Rona. Rona's a massive loss. Uh, and you look at Rona had a, a belter on the weekend at the Brisbane 10s in the Rugby Union. Uh, there's also rumours that Graham, James Graham and Desi Hasler aren't seeing eye to eye, which doesn't surprise me. And, and as you said, there's that cloud <laughs> hanging over Hasler's head. He had a coaching review. There was talk he was going to get sacked. Well, they offered a contract saying basically guaranteed top four, and it was good money, or, you know, we review things, and he's saying that's ridiculous. But uh, all the word is basically the Dragons have been in contact. This is well before all this started, saying we don't care what happens, how you go this year. We'd be happy to take you over here if things go wrong. But I, I don't think things are going to end well at the Bulldogs. I think there's going to be a bit of turmoil this no. year. And, look, they might sneak into the eight like they did yeah. last year. It's not going to be good enough for him to But it's not going to be good enough... Yeah, probably for him to keep his job, but also to win the comp. I don't think they can win the competition. You know, they're a good grinding side, and he's a good grinding coach, Hasler. Yeah. He'll he'll get them to grind away, and they'll, they'll play to a structure. Yeah, and they'll you know they'll follow his plans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, I don't know. I've got them finishing twelfth. Yeah. I'm comfortable with them finishing there, and 
I've had them there. I know I had them there last year, uh, and they and they manage obviously to to pop into the top eight. But and they might do it again. But if they do, it'll be in the lower end of the eight, and probably more because other sides have flopped, not because they've played well. Well, basically, when we looked at all this, we had a log jam from say maybe twelfth to seventh. There's there's some teams there that could all shuffle in and out. But I think yeah, they're you're one judging, of them. You're judging this on paper as well. Yeah, exactly. I think they could maybe jag seventh or eighth, but I don't see them as a threat. Um, the Ford Pack's old reliable. You know what you're going to get at Graham. Tolman, Jackson, Eastwood, Clemmer, etc. Cassiano's trimmed down, but is that going to make a big difference? Because, like I said, again, if your spine has no involvement, no confidence or no control in the game and you're paying big money for him, you've got problems. And then again, uh, the Morris brothers, Josh, you know, he's safe in defence, hasn't been the best in attack. Brett was unhealthy all last year. Kerrod Holland possibly starting centre. I don't think it's an NRL quality centre. Branko Lee's gone there. He was in and out of Canberra's first grade side. Richie Kenner, Melbourne gave the flick. Uh, they've got a kid, Montoya, from their 20s who scored some tries, but he's only a baby. Remus Smith, uh, the young bloke, played one game last year. Chase Stanley, Tyron Phillips. A lot of these guys we've seen a little bit before, but there's nothing really jumping out at me. Going out on a limb, I'd have to say, if is going to miss Sundays, Abby has to play fullback, and they have to give that a go. They brought him over for a reason. He was the next big thing over there, the ball playing fullback, run the football, etc., etc. That has to happen. Haas have to get some freedom. Leisha needs to be let off the leash as well, like he was at the Cronulla. Mm. But I reckon it's going to be same old, same old. I've got him finishing 12th just like you. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of conjecture also that last year about who signed Hopawade to that deal, and it did come out that Hasler knew that he was, yeah. wasn't going to play on Sunday. So It was negotiated. I think it's... I get it. I, I get it. But if you want to win football games, you need your, your players on the field. Though. Yeah, so... I, I think that's got to change. You can't you can't have players coming yeah. in and out of and your spine when you're looking to be an elite side. Then you have the safe option when he plays Parrot or he puts Josh Mor- uh, Brett Morris, who we know, again, can't pass. And your fullback has to be able to pass. And it takes away from what Morris does on the wing. He's yeah. such a good winger. And Brad Abbey is a genuine ball player, which is what you need your fullback to be as well as a running threat. So. The error probably is in that he signed Morris to fullback money. Well, so he's trying to justify... They've got the third parties to kind of cover that, luckily for them. But you've brought Abby over. See what you've got. Yeah, but I think it's also that there are... Uh, Morris wants to play there as well. He's probably, probably, he's probably told him, look, yeah. you can come over and play fullback. Play fullback. I understand. So, yeah, I, I don't know. There's not a lot there. I like the forward pack as always, but I don't think there's going to be enough creativity. I don't think there's going to be enough points. I think there's a breaking point this year, and this is where they finally miss the eight. So. Yeah, I think it might be time for to move on. He had those two cracks at winning a premiership, which probably would have bought him more time, but never... unfortunately he came up with the two two losses in those grand finals, and it's probably bred a, a culture there or an expectation that he's going to win a comp, and well, at the moment he just doesn't have the roster to do that. They demand that, but also I blame him for, like I said, he's been full control of recruitment, and he's continued yeah, I, to I, buy I these monster forwards and your Tony Williams and all these guys, instead of looking at his halves. I mean, he did do the halves, I think he stuffed that royally. Yeah. Um, when he had Hodkinson and Reynolds, that they were probably good enough, but they didn't really have the fullback side of things because Barber left at that point. Then now you've given Reynolds huge money and a buy huge money. At best, they're both sixes. You yeah. don't have a seven. Hindsight's wonderful. And your number nine again. They let Innes go. Look how that worked out. He went and won a comp somewhere else. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> you both got him twelfth with William Hill. The Bulldogs twenty-one to win the comp, twenty-three to win the minor. They're five fifty to get top four, two twenty-five to make the eight. So a bit of value there if you think they can sneak in. To miss the eight, a dollar sixty. To spoon, twenty one dollars. Overs under is eleven and a half. So basically, to make the eight, you need to win twelve. I've said under. I reckon they'll win eleven or ten. That's a dollar eighty seven. Um, yeah, I've got under as well. Dollar eighty seven for over that. For under that, a dollar ninety. We've both gone the under there on the Bulldogs, the Sharks. 
last year's premiers. They finished third and then obviously won the comp. Third in attack, fourth in defence, 17 wins, one draw and six losses. I suppose the big two things you point out straight away uh, when you're looking at anything is Ennis moved on from nine and Benny Barber's little situation here where he's no longer at fullback. The upside of that is Holmes was always touted as a fullback and even Bird could play their worst case scenario, I guess. And they've got some backs there where they could mix in. You've got Bird, Fecky, Latelli, Beal, and then they've got Jordan Drew, who's an Australian schoolboy. Sione Katala, their 20s winger, who scored 20-something tries. Jesse Raymond, who you know and seen a bit at Manly, pretty solid. So they've got a couple options to come in there if they have to reshuffle. But halves are still the same. Ford pack's outstanding. Uh, the bench, Tagatizi, Bakuya, Heinington possibly, along with other guys there that uh, may not even be in the side. And Tony Williams, I don't know if they can spark him up. I don't really agree with that boy, but, um, you know, see what happens there. Well, Jamie Lattimore. They sort of got themselves into that position because they are premiers. Free money, take, Yeah, you've got to take sort of... It's the same as the Dave Taylor thing. You, you get somebody who was a really, really good player at a premium price, but um, I really like the forward pack again. I like the bench again, the halves. The question's at fullback and nine. Nine is a big loss, and Holmes moving to fullback, he's probably not as natural a ball player as Barber, but I still think they're going to find themselves in the eight, maybe around the four, but not quite. Um... Nine's the big thing. A lot of people are putting questions on this. They're saying Mortimer. I think that's basically deflecting away from putting pressure on Charrington and the young Blake Braley. But the one who's forgotten here, and I like a lot, is Farmani Brown. He yeah. played six in cup, but he's trained as a 13. He's big enough to play there. He can play the minutes, and he was a junior nine. So I reckon if they're worried at all, they've got more than enough options. And <clears throat> Charrington was signed to a decent deal. Basically, didn't get to play at the Tigers because Jason Taylor's little plan backfired when the board didn't back him. They had too many hookers. Yeah. So if you're going to tell me you've got the former junior Kiwi captain, the NYC player of the year, and then you've got Farmani Brown, who they absolutely love, you've got three pretty good guys to give a run at nine. I think they're going to solve that at some point. It's well, not going I to be in us, but I think they'll be able to solve that problem. This is what the coaches would have sat down and spoke about in November when they started training. I yep. think now, like you're two weeks away from the comp, they would have sorted that. They yep. don't know what order they're going to play them in. Mm. Obviously, though, you, to win comps, you need your spine to be pretty solid. One, one, I don't really... I've got a lot of faith that Valentine Holmes is going to be very, very good at one. Mm. Uh, and I don't really... I think he's going to be better than Barber. However, when you pull him out of what he did on the wing, have you got someone just as good to come in on the wing? Probably not. So it weakens them. I think it weakens them Beal doesn't go as good a little in yardage, bit. but I think Beal's safe. Well, he's yeah. not Holmes. And That's the point. Safe is better than, you know... So you, when you, when you shuffle the decks and obviously you lose Barber, I don't think ultimately it's going to hurt them, but it will hurt their overall quality a little bit. Mm. The nine issue, I don't think any of those four are going to be as good as what Ennis was to them in terms of the niggle factor, the leadership, the experience, you know, what even what he did on NRL 360. He yeah. gave the club profile. He was confident. He did a tremendous job at the Sharks. I think potentially they could get um, as good on the field or different. None of those players are going to be the same player that Ennis was as well. So your structures and the way you play has got to change slightly. Uh, Maloney's obviously solid. The rest of the side, they're pretty much intact, aren't they? Yeah. I've got a few little question marks over Townsend. He, so, he show, had a few hiccups during the finals, uh, you know, and also the premiership hangover. Just it, History tells you you don't win back-to-back. No, and, and I don't think they will. I don't think they will either. Um, they're a little bit older. I think yeah. last Lewis, year was... Gallen, a couple yeah, of these guys, guys and they're a bit older. And that motivation of winning a comp is gone. Yeah. So, you know, if they were playing a you know, 9 out of 10 last year, if that even slips to 8... 
you're yeah. going to find yourself sliding just a little bit, you know. Yeah. When, and then you've got these younger sides like your Raiders, like your Panthers, like your Broncos, yeah. like your Storm, who have got the motivation yeah. to come back from last year. Uh, I've got them finishing fifth, and I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with them finishing there. I, I think they're a good team, Cronulla. You've also got to take into account they're about to go to England. That yep. always takes its toll on yes. the team that wins a Usually competition. Usually they start a bit quicker than they flatten out. Yeah, um, so I just think, yeah, exactly. And there's going to be exposure to Origin. You know and that, that Bird will probably get in again. Graham's got a possibility of being again for feeder. So there's at least three. I thought Gallon retired, but from all reports, he's yo-yoing back and forth and saying if Daly rang, he'd play. Daly's no, probably stupid stay enough. Stay away. He's probably stupid enough to ring him. Mm. Uh, Maloney possibly depending and Holmes for Queensland is eligible again this year I think it takes injuries oh, to get play, in he plays it takes injuries I think you reckon yeah mm. but he's very close to going there he did play very well for Australia you're right so they could possibly have five or six um, I don't think they win the comp I'm with you I've got them six wouldn't surprise me though if they made a good shake of things and made the top four but obviously nine's the big question but I think they've got some quality kids there and someone will fit in yeah so with William Hill they're $13 to win the comp again minor premiership 11 Three fifty for the top four, pretty good value if you like them for that. Top eight dollar sixty. If you think they'll miss, and some three fifty top four, yeah. that is, that's great value. Some people think they'll miss, so there's value if you do two twenty five. I don't agree with that. I think they're too strong no. as a roster to miss. Spoon sixty seven is not happening. Overs unders again twelve and a half. Twelve says you make the eight. Basically every year it's twelve wins, twelve losses makes the eight or even the border. So we're both gone over on twelve and a half. A dollar seventy four for over twelve and a half under is 2.05. So that's the Sharkies in the bank there. The Gold Coast Titans, the next team. Broxett's team, last year, they finished eighth and were eliminated week one of the finals. Bit of a controversial game, that one. But uh, in attack, they were eighth. In defence, they were ninth. 11 wins, a draw, 12 losses. The draw is what ended up getting into the finals. So uh, looking at things this year, uh, obviously a solid year last year. Some had them for the spoon. I even had them there stupidly somehow. Uh, a lot of people did. Very well and truly, I think, overachieved considering the squad strength. And there was no LG. Um, he was out last year. There were some inclusions during the year, some smart buys. They got Hurrell for good value, Hainin, Pizza now this year. They've obviously jagged Proctor. Uh, Dan Sargentson coming over from Wigan. Jared Wallace from the Broncos. Um, things looking better. I still think depth is lacking going forward, especially in the back line. But uh, looking at the halves pairing and the spine now, Hayne, LG, Taylor and Pete, fantastic spine. Ryan James had a massive year. He's joined by Wallace now. You've got Proctor, McQueen, Parsi, Tayar, Pulu, Pettibourne. Pretty good forward pack, but uh, I think back line depth and just depth in general at nine in the backs is pretty light. Yeah, it is. You should have, you should bang your head in the table for putting them last last year. Mate, there's Big plenty point. of people. I wasn't the only one, don't worry yeah, about that. Well, it wasn't me. I didn't have them last. But, uh, yeah, they... Looking really solid. Obviously, some nice additions. Uh, I think they're going to be better off without Greg Bird. Uh, I think they're going to be better off without Dave Shillington. I still think they need. They're probably one or two players away. I think they're they're a side. As we said before, there was four or five sides, you know, competing for those. Yeah, bottom eight spots. Bottom eight spots. Uh, I think they're one of them. Um, but yeah, depth for me is the issue. Also, whether LG comes back in. Good form. Whether Taylor can repeat what he did last year, Hayne, big question mark over Hayne because yeah. he didn't play. He certainly didn't play up to his price tag at the end of the year. Nah, and now he's uh, talking about rugby union. I may stay. I may go. You don't want that crap yeah. uh, around the side that you know had a very very good year. That's for sure. From what I've seen in the uh, Super League, Dan Sargentson wasn't a standout. No, he's solid though. But I'm I not, just yeah. I, mm, 
He played fullback though in the grand final, and he was playing fullback at the back end of the year. That's not going to happen here, and I don't think he's big enough to play centre in the NRL. So I kind of look at him. That's probably where he's going to oh, play. He's, he's big enough. No, he's big enough to play centre. He's tall and he's rangy, and he's he'll he'll, he'll be okay in the centres. I just don't know whether he's going to cut it. I, ability wise, it's a big step up. Uh, I, I like the fact he's twenty three. That's that's an upside that he's come here uh, with still some upside in his game. Mm. Definitely. I like the look of our side. I uh, definitely we're going to rank them higher than I did last year. We're also everyone probably also forgets they made the eight last year because Parramatta uh, got yeah Parramatta got taken out and the Tigers the only team who lost to Newcastle which would have got them in as well so there was two results there that kind of went their way correct Uh, and look they they should have finished ninth last year that's where I've got them this year I think they overachieved last year it'd probably be you know an underachievement for them to finish ninth this year but I just look at the sides ahead of them in the eight and I just can't in my eight anyway I can't move them ahead of the sides in the eight yeah now, it's going to take for Hayne to have a and Hayne to live up to his price tag for no everyone injuries. to stay fit exactly it's only going to take an LG or a Taylor or a Hayne or a Pete some, someone like that to go down with a season ending injury yeah and all of a sudden there's going to be alarm bells however if they can keep their full complement on the field I think they can push for top four I really really do uh, I like the coach I like the way they played last year I've still got some questions with those bigger forwards coming on around the 20, 25-minute mark because their defence in the middle of the field last year really let us down. Pulo and Parsi in particular really struggled laterally. There's one thing that I took out of the nines. The Titans had the best defensive record uh, up until they got beaten by the Eels in that in that uh, tournament. Now, you know, I'm not going to take a lot out of it, but I did like what I saw from the Titans in defence. So hopefully there's been some improvements made there. If there has been, they've got to improve on last year because... They were very, very lucky to make the eight last year. Don't get me started on that game that knocked them out. It's, I know, it's we already been, talked about you know, four or five months later, I'm still not over it. But uh, yeah, I've got them. I've got them finishing ninth, and that's purely just because I, you know, I'm splitting hairs, and I'm, yeah. I'm not biased. If I was biased, I'd put them in. Yeah, uh, I'm 100%. not biased. I think they they might just miss out. However, this is a massive year in terms of recruitment retention. Yeah, I think we're one or two players away. I'm really excited to see Kevin Proctor play. I love him. Uh, I loved him at Melbourne. I think him and Ash Taylor are going to have a really good combination. Well, is Easy the the right side player? I think they're saying he's going to play with Taylor because Proctor was right side with Cronk for Melbourne. So that's saying that LG will play left. And McQueen had a really good year last year too. Yeah, uh, I, I, I thought McQueen was going off the boil, and I thought the move might have been a bad one for the Titans, but I thought he was great last year. So mm. if both of those guys pair up with the two halves, they've got probably their most important weapon is a half, is your back row. Yep. Not any defence to help you out, but he needs to be there because nine times out of ten, uh, your first option as a half is to play short. So, And I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm really disappointed they let David Meek go. Really disappointed. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but the whole circumstance around it, I'm disappointed as well, but he wanted fullback. Wanted to play fullback. They got Jared Hayne. He wanted a lot of money. He's they not weren't going to play fullback ahead of Darius Boyd. No, and he, they wanted a lot. He wanted a lot of money. Full stop. So Neil Henry is at least smart enough to toe the line there and say, "Look, you're not going to play in that position. We're not going to pay you that money." Well, the other one is that they're talking that William Zillman's going to have a trade with uh, Tim Simona, which well, you have top if they twenty. Him, you've got top twenty-five space again because Shillington left, and they had two spots with him gone. Oh, sorry, that you had one spot with him gone. Now you have two. So if you can get Simona. That's a good sign as well. I think more just the depth side of things. Like your back line at the moment, there's basically a spot open on the wing for either Olive or Zillman or Vito. There's a couple that Tyron Roberts-Davis played there. 
Um, obviously, the nines, but there's not a whole lot of depth there. Halves depth, obviously, Tyrant Roberts could be playing NRL at a few clubs. So you've got a good option there if LG or Taylor goes down. Yeah. Forward pack a bit light again, or just some of the same customers. There's uh, Paterica Vivi, who played maybe one or two games at Newcastle. Simpkins, who's been around for a while now. Um, you know, Petteru's played a handful of games. He might be on the bench. He might not be to start the year. But there's just not a whole lot there in terms of depth. And at nine, the only option left over now, I think, is Lawton, who broke his leg last year, to yeah. come in and play some nine. Oh, we, we need Pete's. We need our key players to play the whole season. Yeah, the just depth is lacking in all, all those spots if people go down. So that's why I didn't put him in my area. I do like him, but like you look, look how many of those players are going to play Origin? Or Hayne possibly, Pete's possibly, and I think Ryan James is very unlucky that he didn't get to go on that Australian tour. Like I know they took Boydie, but James scored double figures of tries and had an outstanding year, I thought. Yeah. So that's yeah, about so, it. Yeah, well, you've made a good point. They could lose a few. And so. Pete's, if again, we go back to Laurie Day and I don't want to talk about him, if he's dumb enough to pick Farrah again and not take our next option, our next talker is Nathan Pete's. Yeah, definitely. New South Wales have no stocks. What he lacks in attack, he certainly matches the origin standard as far as defence and toughness is concerned. Definitely. No, but if he doesn't get picked, the only real options are maybe Hayne and maybe Ryan James. Yeah. So you may be unaffected. But 1-17, to 17, I think you're a top eight side. But injuries do happen and they will happen. So on but that, they're, not a, they're not a bang the door down top no, eight they're not. side. They're a bottom eight side. So on that side of things... One, I think, one or two players away from being a top four side. I think injuries or some small things may affect you. I'm going to go 10th for the Titans. I've got them ninth. All right. And in that case, for the premiership with WilliamHill.com, they are $17, minor premiership 23. Top four, five dollars. Top eight, there's a little bit of value if you think they can get in. $2.10. To miss the eight of dollars sixty-eight for the wooden spoon, $26. <coughs> Over under is eleven and a half. Tough one again. Pretty much bang on the money because I, I think that's about it. We what did we get? We both had them under. We both had the under, but it's another I think one. They'll win these. eleven games. Yeah, it's another one like the dogs. It's right mm. on the borderline. They're gonna win eleven or twelve, you'd think. Yeah. Over for that is a dollar seventy-seven. Under is two dollars. And so. well, they, the point needs to be made: they could win twelve and not make it as well. One hundred percent. They could be twelve. Last year, the draw got them over the line. Yeah. So technically, well, last year they won eleven. Yeah. So they were under that last year. Yeah. So they were right on the money. So they would have been eleven and a half if you want to count that. But Correct. you would have lost. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the Manly Seagulls. The next one last year was a terrible year for the club. Lots of change. New coach Bob Fulton. Some recruitment and. Bit of money shuffled around as well as a bunch of older blokes getting injured. Uh, they finished 13th. They were 12th in attack and defence. Eight wins, 16 losses, and it's continued this year. This turnover and this squad flip and being straight back into the finals. A lot of people had them somewhere near the premiership or the top four. I had them in the eight. I didn't have them getting top four. I went in the comp, but um, injuries early on. Cherry Evans was injured for part of the year very early on. Trebojevic played on with a busted leg. <laughs> Stewart barely played again. Matt Eye, these kind of customers. And now you look at it this year, the losses, uh, they've pushed uh, more than half their squad out the door. you got Bureau, Reese Armstrong, Luke Burgess, Fabian Goodall, Nico Hines, Liam Knight, Leary, Havaka, Jamie Lyon has retired, Matteo, Maltzen, Parcel, Pratt, Satini, Starling, Simons, Varbe, Williamo. They have cleaned house again. And that's um, not taking into account... Uh, Matai and Lyon, who they're sorry, Matai and Stewart possibly yeah. won't even play this year. So I, I, I look at one thing as a positive, and the, this is the only real thing. As far as halves, getting green is massive. I loved him at Melbourne, but obviously with a different forward pack and players around, it makes things harder. Definitely. But with him and Cherry Evans, they've got a great pair of halves. I also think Cullen was good for you, blokes, so they don't have a bad backup there uh, in him. And Hastings, I'm not a really big fan, but he's still young, he's still got time. So they've probably got good halves depth, but. You look at the back line, if Stewart and Matt are unavailable, Tommy will play fullback, but he's still a baby. 
Tafua's been injury prone. You know, Walk will go back to the centres, but Matty Wright and Uate on one side of the field, I don't have a lot of trust in. The Ford pack, um, you know, they brought over Jared Kennedy, Sean Lane, there's a few guys there. Sirenan on a roll of the dice, Lloyd Perrett, but Lloyd Perrett's an unknown quantity. He's played a heap of cup. Curtis Sirenan's basically showed potential, but never really showed that he cares uh, for the game so much or that he really wants to bust his ass in first grade. Kennedy's solid. I think Lane's solid. But again, these aren't really big changes that are going to push you into the eight. So um, when I look at Miles, Adam Fnua, Blake, Tapiao, there's a back row spot open. Who plays there? Does Brown get a crack? He had a terrible year. Um, Trebojevic probably plays Locke. Lawrence is healthy. I do like him. But again, I'm looking at this 1-17, to what I've got written down. And I like the halves. And I, don't, I like players here and there. But I don't have enough trust in this side. I think they're going to struggle again this year. I, uh, I find it hard to argue. Can you remember where I had them last year, big boy? Yeah, I mean, outside the eight. I had them well down the eight where they finished, mm. and I copped a lot of hate mail for that. Oh, so funny I'd people. like to uh, thank all those fans that sent me hate mail last year. Uh, look, I, I I like their side this year more than I did last year. I like the fact that they've got Dylan Walker in the centres to start with because I had him at 5'8 last year, and that's where the wheels came off for me. I like Trevojevic at one. I like Green at six. I like Cherry Evans at seven. All on best form. Uh, they're going to get him up somewhere near the eight. Around that, I don't like it. I like Matt Parcell. He's now gone. He's at Leeds, which I'm happy about. But Coruscant, yeah, I don't. You know, he's not knocking the doors down. He's not getting me that excited about him at nine. If he gets injured, who plays nine? Well, what, what I've happens got there? Here, like, you're going to play? They're talking about Karen Hastings off the bench, and the only other one's Joey yeah. Lussick. And he well, hasn't I don't played like, first grade yet. I don't like Jackson Hastings defending. He's not a nine field. So I'm with you. They've only got one option there. Yeah, so that that leaves me a little bit worried. I agree with what you said about Cameron Cullen. I like the fact that they've flipped a lot of their squad. I like the fact that they're trying to move on Matai and Stewart. At the, the times. Come, yeah. Time's come, but some of the pickups. I just don't know whether Barrett's going to get. Like, if they don't make the eight, which I'm, I'm predicting yeah. they won't, is he going to get? Is he going to get another year? I, de- mm-hmm. I guess it depends how they play, how it looks when they miss the eight. If they play really poorly and bomb out, yeah. if they improve on what they did last year, which I expect them to, uh, I, I don't even know. I'm going to have to have a look here and see how many games they won last year. They won eight. Most of that okay, start. they won eight. Sorry, yeah. they. To me, I think they'll win more than that. Uh, maybe one or yeah. two more than that. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I just, I think you're going to like, you're going to like what you see more from Manly this year than you did last year. Yeah. There's going to be a, a look to the future, which I think is much needed and probably yeah. a year too late. I think Barrett's nailed it because as soon as he got there, he's flipped the squad. I still think this is another year though, working through. No, it is, and that's what I'm saying. So However, like, I think you've. You've probably come out of the dark end of the tunnel and you're starting to see the light yeah, at the well, end of it. You'll so. see Tommy play fullback properly. Granny yeah. Cherry Evans. Coruscant's got this jersey on his own. Fanua Blake was re-signed, so he's got a chance to develop. Tapau needs to stand up, and they've taken a bit of a role, obviously, on Sirenan, who I'm not questioning his talent, but he needs to show something. And Lloyd Perrett had massive wraps on him, obviously blocked out by a huge pack over there. He needs to show well, it's something. An, it's an all-rep forward pack. So there's, Really? Yeah. Like you've got country Jake origin reps. Yeah. Miles, Trebojevic, Martin Tapao, Sirenin, you've got Green and Cherry Evans, Duarte, Miles is Walker, one to fill up Trebojevic. They've got a good side. Miles is one I would have moved on, but they're stuck with because they gave him a long deal. So Fanua Blake went well last year. Yeah. Lawrence is back if you can find his form. I like Sean Lane. Uh, the other one, obviously, is Appy Coruscant, who we overlooked for the nine. So it will be him and... Um, well, we said Coruscant, but he's the only one. Uh, sorry, yes. Him, Besides him, him, they're talking about Hastings. 
And the only other yeah. one they've got is Joey Lussie, who's never played well, first. No, no, no. I, I retract that. They're stuck with him. If, if they, He's if Corusau gets injured, they're in big strife. And the other utility option, they'll talk about Hastings. Kennedy's gone over there. Kennedy can play centre, back row, these kind of bits and pieces. I think he might be somewhat in the mix for that job. And apparently at training, apparently has been asked to once or twice jump into hooker. So I think he knows he's short there and he may need a utility at some point during the year if something does happen. But... I've got him 13th. I think there's some positive changes. I really do like Tommy Green and uh, Cherry Evans as part of that spine, but backline depth, I think they're struggling there. Forwards, I'm not a big fan of. Miles um, and obviously Parrot, I'm waiting to see because I haven't seen enough. Brown needs to step up. Sirena needs to step up. Tapao had an okay year, not a great year, but they need a big improvement, and this is 24 full games we're looking for here, so yeah. I don't have enough trust in these guys and Darcy Lustig's another one there who went back who left on big money need to see more from him and um, we need to see more from Daly Cherry Evans too he was awful yeah. last year well he's got a partner now in green Tommy's at fullback if Stuart Maddow move on they've got some money there to spend the year after and I think they need to push Miles out the door if he has another bad year mm. they need to put that money to work and get a couple more guys in so I think it's another rebuilding year for this side I have them 13th you've got them 13th and William Hill has them for the premiership at $26 the minor premiership for $26 as well Top four, seven dollars to make the eight, two seventy five to miss the eight, a dollar forty two. The wooden spoon, fifteen dollars. The overs unders is nine and a half for the manly side. We've both gone under. Yeah. I think it's possible for them to be on the fringe of the eight as well. They're one of these teams again that if everything went right, especially with the halves and the fullback pairing and a couple of international forwards, it could work out. But injuries, depth, I look at those little things again, and I I think they might find themselves kind of from eighth to twelfth, but. 13th ultimate where I had them when I looked at their squad. So, yeah. Um, if you want the overs of nine and a half wins, $1.77 under is $2. So, if you agree with us on the under, $2 there's a bit of value there for Manly. The Melbourne Storm finished first last year, the minor premiers, obviously lost uh, that grand final. What a cracker game that was. In attack, they were fourth, no surprise defensively, number one in the competition. 19 wins, five losses. Looking at this team, Proctor. Massive loss, Green, a big loss, and so is Corabetti. The other guys, more fringe players. Josh Kerr, they had wraps on a young front row, but he was probably another year or two away, so he left for money. Hampton wasn't quite getting a look in, um, but they've got a couple of guys to replace him. Ryan Morgan, Francis Tullio never played a game. But the things you look at here, those three big ones, the back rower, Proctor, the 5'8", Green, and Marika basically an extra forward in yardage. They've replaced him with a completely different player in Josh Adokar, who was super talented. But I don't think the yardage work is the same. Um, but the finishing ability... You're a completely different player. I reckon he's a completely different player. I reckon player. that can be the exact He's player. not going to charge into you one out off the rug, dead yeah, straight, and try and... No. I hope he does. I think he's... They might try and play like an early ball around the outside, get around that mini line ruck and try and get him some space. But I think he's a great replacement, just a different kind of replacement. Obviously, the big factor is Billy Slater. No one knows if he's healthy. No one knows if he's good. First, they said he was doing contact. Then they said he wasn't. He possibly wasn't going to play any trials. Now they're saying he might play this weekend in Tasmania. Um, that is the one big question. Does he see the year out? I want him to see the year out, but if he doesn't, the one thing that gives me some comfort is I've seen enough of Croft now last year in these few little samples to make me feel that he can come in and play six, and we already know Munster is at fullback. And the other guy they brought in, Jerome Hughes, I'm a really big fan of. A lot of people don't know much of. Queensland Cup fullback of the year, also half of the year, basically. Played a game of first grade or two for the Cowboys last year, a loaded side. I think either of those guys can come in and play six, but 
clearly if Melbourne can have Slater in the side, Munster at six, depth in the halves there, they're looking pretty good. And Proctor's a huge loss. You're not going to replace him. But Bromwich, I think, will get first crack. Kenny Bromwich. If not, I think Felice Cafusi is probably the other guy there. And Joe Stimson, their former under-20s captain, played some Q Cup last year. These are the guys that are fighting for that spot. The only other kind of idea I had in my head, but you couldn't play in there for the full game. You're the coach. You, you may disagree. You may think it's crazy. I reckon you could put Nelson off the bench and push Kenny in tight because he usually plays there more often and try and get some impact or value from Nelson on an edge to get some more minutes out of him. Yeah. Um, if but, uh, Bellamy would have worked all that out. He's, he's the master. Now, I agree with everything you've said. The one burning question for me is six, how that's going to play out. Mm. I haven't seen much of Munster playing six. Uh, I like the thing that I liked about Green was he just he kicked well. Yeah, he defended well. He didn't overplay his hand. Well, you're going to lose Munster's the got. Game, I think. Yeah, Munster's got a little bit, little bit more flash in him and probably a few more errors in him than what Green does. Uh, the other factor is, like you said, Billy Slater. He's the greatest fullback of all time mm. on best form. They went within two points of winning a premiership without him. Yeah, if he returns at. Eight out of ten of the best Billy Slater. Mm. They are they're not going to be unstoppable. No. But they you, you are to going to be very, very, very hard to beat. He is an exceptional player. We've forgotten how good he is because he has yeah, had that. Three years, basically. Yeah, basically the two years out. He is my favourite player to watch. Mm. And I, I really, really hope that he's injury free, he comes back fit and healthy. However, he's got the same ailment I had with my shoulder. Ten years on, my shoulder feels horrendous. Like it doesn't feel good at all. Obviously, he's getting top Around medical clock, care. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. I don't know whether his shoulder can ever be the same again. I don't know. And it's such a demanding position in terms of jumping, catching, using your shoulder, and levering off that arm that he's not going to be far away from an injury if it isn't okay. Like similar to what he was like last year. So, yeah. but for me, I, I the only questions are Slater's health, the sixth position. Uh, and then a little bit of your bench. Like, I, I thought your bench was obviously good last year, but having to push a few of these players in because Proctor was out, you know, you, you're relying on other well, guys to play minutes a little longer. You're still talking Nelson, Glasby, Felice and Welch. And three of those... In the grand final, that's what hurt you. The bench hurt you in the grand final. I thought Kenny know. was good off the bench. I thought Welch gave away that penalty. But I'm, yeah, I'm just talking holistically. Mm. That's what hurt you. you see, if you're starting 13, can play the whole 80, you win that game. Mm. You know, your bench, their bench was better than yours. And you're splitting hairs in a grand final. You know, you're competing against the Sharks, who we would widely acknowledge probably had the best bench mm. last year. So, look, we're just looking at it on paper. I They're going to be a top four side. Anyone who thinks they're not. Is a clown mm. because every year someone someone comes out on a limb no, and clicks them to miss it. It's, game over. it's like saying the Patriots won't make the finals in the NFL. It just yeah. won't happen while they've got the coach and and the key players that they've got. Yeah. So just wait and see on Melbourne. You know what they're going to do? They'll 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 look they'll look the premiership winner at some stage. They'll look like they're in a slump at another. But for the majority of the year, they'll play good solid football. They'll get themselves put themselves in a good position in the finals. And they will be hard to beat in the finals. Yeah, and depth is being created from the backline situation last year where we lost everybody. Yeah. You've got Blair who came in and ended up playing the grand final. Curtis Scott's going to be back. He's only 19, massively talented kid. Yeah. Uh, Vunivalu, who just signed another year extension today. Chambers at our car comes in. Jeremy Hawkins, who played some first grade at the Raiders. Tom Payers played some first grade, played pretty well in the nines. Um, Harves, like we said, Croft's there, Hughes is there. I'm happy with the depth there. The forwards is the main one. We only really lost Proctor. Uh, we picked up Vincent Lulua, junior kangaroo from the Roosters, who played a couple of games of first grade. I don't mind him. 
and basically everyone else is the same. So I think all around pretty solid, but the big questions that you touched on. Munster at six, I'm a fan of. If Billy's at the back, if he goes back to fullback, now who comes in at six, I think Croft or Hughes could do the job. Oh, so. Croft looked good in the nines, didn't he? So. And this is last roll of the dice, I'm going to be honest. Harris is leaving. There's big money offers coming from McLean. Finucan got toured of Newcastle. They're often ridiculous money. This team is about to get picked apart. I think. Yeah, but then they can just pick play. I don't know. I'm not willing to say that because how good their recruitment is. I'll pinch someone who's better than them for unders. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't look. It's and we're talking a year ahead. Let's just worry about this year. Worry about this year, man. You got a good side. I know, but that's what I'm saying. For me, right now though, there's, there's but you're pressure. Looking at it thinking, yeah, there's pressure there's on. Pressure. Time there's to the win. salary cap. There's things that weren't there before. There's a couple of guys I think may cash in. I do really like the side. I've got them finishing first. When is Bellamy off contract? Bellamy, oh, don't know. He's 19. still in a couple of years. Okay, yeah. This is the we, we did this for the twenty six round. I have the Raiders winning the minor premiership, so technically I had the Storm as one, but I'm going to say second, not one. I'm going to say got them, I've got them second. Yeah, I'm going to say they finish second. after twenty six rounds. This is yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think they will go very close to being the premiers. I've got them written down as my premiers, but that's just because I think with this group, if Slater's healthy, Munster works out. Um, and with these kind of signings and money coming for these guys, that this can't stay together much longer. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's going to get picked apart. So, Melbourne with WilliamHill.com, they've got them up there. Their second favourite at $8 for the Premiership. Minor Premiership equal favourites at six fifty To make the top four, $2. To make the eight, $1.28. To miss the eight, three fifty. The Wooden Spoon, $101. Overs and unders, 15 and a half wins. We've both gone over. Obviously, if you're going to have them up in the top four, you're going to win 15, 16 games or more. Yeah, yeah I've got the stat here. Uh, top four, fourth place has won 15, 14, 15, 15 so, in the last yeah. four years. So you need They'll be right on the 14's board. lucky, if, you need, but you need 15. Yeah. So a dollar eighty-five for the overs of that, a dollar ninety-two for unders of 15 and a half for the Storm. And we've both got them. Second, the New Zealand Warriors, the one team that burns us every single year. Oh, harder to pick than a broken nose. 10th last year, 7th in attack, 14th in defence, 10 wins, 14 losses. International spine, the Kiwi spine now. Sheck, foreign confirms that they'll be back round three. Sean Johnson, Isaac Luke, absolutely outstanding spine. Issue being for me now is more so the forward pack. Matt Alino, if I read correctly a couple of weeks ago, had a bit of a knee issue. Um, possibly going to miss six to eight weeks, so he could be out for the first four to six rounds. And then besides him, Lilliman's another year older. I think Hoffman showing signs of slowing down last year. I think Mannering as well, especially in attack. They don't have the same impact. They both work hard. They're great players, but there's a little bit of oomph missing. And you're basically going to be relying on Sam Lasone, uh, Albert Vette to step up big time, Charlie Gubb to step up along with Bunty Ofora as well and these guys to play consistent football. So I think there's a little bit too much emphasis this year on maybe this young forward pack. Um, and that spine even showing out there. Sheck has to stay healthy. Foreign may have got clear, but what headspace is he in? Is Johnson in the right headspace as well? He had an ordinary year last year, and Isaac Luke was terrible. So there's a lot of questions. What looks good on paper always, there's a lot of questions being posed here. And in particular, that forward pack, I think a lot of people are overlooking it. Look at the spine, that's fine. But if you're not laying the platform and you're not going forward, generating play the ball speed, yeah. you're not getting good football. And there's a few... I can say Hoffman's been a legend, Mannering's been a gun, but the leg speed to me is losing. Lilliman's leg speed ain't that great. Madalino's probably the X factor along with Bodine Thompson. But then a lot of the weight's going on young kids to carry this forward pack. And um, they're definitely going to get help from Manu, who supposedly his knee has been fixed finally. Qatar's good in yardage. Fusatui's a big body. And they've got Lola here as a backup. Martin Ingano, Marmola. They've got some big boys that'll help. But they're going to have to help because I think this forward pack is probably not as quite as good as what it's been. 
Uh, I agree with everything you've said. Key position's the one for me. Spine looks great on paper. Lots of questions. I, I love... I love Kieran Foran. I know he's had his issues. Mm. The walls fell down at Parramatta. However, it looks like a good change for him. It's out. Kearney's there. They've had a lot of success with Kearney as a New Zealand coach. They've got a lot of that. Well, we said this for the last two years. That good move if they got him over yeah. there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know whether I love Kearney or not. Like mm. Brisbane sort of slid a little bit when he when the reins were given to him when Bennett was over at England and it was the origin period or whatever. You know, like when when. Kearney had a little bit more to say in what the Broncos were doing. The, the other thing is, is Kearney and McFadden. McFadden is on Kearney's staff. That's interesting. As a coach, yeah, that's that's not easy. No. That's not easy because there's going to be a lot of, well, he's in the corner and I'm up here and there's a little yeah. bit of, there's going to be awkwardness. And, you know, it's, it's like if you get a promotion and take someone else's job um, at work. You know, there's... Yeah. And the, and the person that they've employed ahead of you is, ta- you know, taking your job. Yeah. So um, it's going to be it's going to be awkward. But I've I've got them. I can't not have them in my eight. Yeah. I I like the Ford Pack. I I'm, I'm with you. I can see what you're saying. It's just young. That's all. They've got to play 24 yeah. consistent games, and I think they need. I like a fella. I like I like, Dub, I like Thompson. I like Hoffman. I like Mannering. Hoffman and Mannering are a little bit the same. Same. Yeah. Madalino, if he's got injury concerns, that's a massive issue. Yeah, well, that's because insane. he's a point of difference. Isaac Luke needs to get fit because he was fat and didn't really care last year. I think William and same deal. No leg speed. There's, there's just yeah. a lack of that and a bit of dynamism. Johnson yeah. wasn't real good last year. I know he yeah. carried injuries. Foreign, obviously, he's got his issues. And Sheck's coming back from an ACL. So. Yeah. But if those four stay stay fit for twenty six oh. rounds or twenty four games, they're going to kill sides. Yeah, but just because of all the previous years and not being able to rely on them, um, you leaving them out, big boy. No, I've got an eighth. Okay, but I'm not giving them any more than that because they don't deserve it. Right, I've that's got them. basically where I'm at. I've got them seventh, and there's some okay backup when I look at other spots as well. Just to mention, if we're talking about depth, the four depth, I'm a little fifty fifty. They do have some kids, but again, those ones they're already relying on. On top of them. Um, the guys that come in, say like a James Bell, a Liggy Sauer, we've seen him, I'm not really a big fan. Offa Hickey Ogden, uh, Young Papali, there's a few guys there. The Sipleys, Toa Far, um, you know, those kind of spots. But at Hooker, we've seen Roach, we've seen Jazz Devungo, I think they're both good. Yeah. Um, they both have points of difference and work hard. And then in the halves, Artie Ngano, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think he's one of the best young halves. He's played Cup as an 18 year old and a 17 year old. And he's looked like a man. He's, he's an old head on young shoulders. Yep. So if they do lose Foreign or Johnson at any stage, as well as having Lola here, they have a genuine number seven in Hingana. They're stacked. They are stacked. They're absolutely stacked. Chance Nickel Clogstad, a young bloke who left the Storm playing wing and centre. I think he played six last year and made the Cup team of the year. So they've got another guy there uh, in the back line who's competing for a spot. So... It's more that forward pack, but yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. They'll win during the origin period, but eighth for me, and you had them eighth as well? I had them seventh. You got them seventh. So we both got them sliding in, and um, fingers crossed. We always do, and then they always They burn always burn you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fingers crossed their spine stays healthy and clicks. Um, these young kids show up, and hopefully Hoffman and Mannering and Lillian improve me along, and their, and their legs are still good, and Madalino gets back. But I just saw signs last year. Hoffman doesn't hit the hole like he used to. Mannering's attack is basically blunted out full stop. They work hard, but... Um, just a little bit. Well, I just time. think that's all they need to do. They just need to work hard, hold the ball. Don't uh, a lot of errors crept into the forward pack last year. Yeah, those kids are the ones that have to make the point of difference, and I don't know if they can for a full season. But okay, we'll see. We'll wait and see what, what happens. What did they win there. last year? They won ten games. They won ten and fourteen. 
So the spine stays healthy. You think they yeah, go in the eight? They're going to be two games better than that, I would have thought. Well, let's hope we'll for the health and hope that Kearney does a good job. But with the WilliamHill.com to win the Premiership, the Warriors are thirteen dollars for the minor Premiership, thirteen dollars. Top four, three fifty. Top eight, a dollar sixty to miss the eight, two twenty-five to get the spoon, uh, thirty-four dollars. The over/under, thirteen and a half games. We both went under, so I think they'll get the twelve or thirteen. They might get fourteen, but I think they'll just slide in the eight. Twelve wins gets you in. So if you think over that, a dollar eighty-two they, under. They are traditionally horrendous starters. The oh, Warriors always start. And guess that. who they play round one? Who? Newcastle. Oh, it's a good way to start. <laughs> oh, wow. And Foran's not playing that game, so they'll get a nice little tune-up run there, probably with Hingano or Lola here. But in. imagine flip flip that. Imagine if they lose. Oh, Christ! To Newcastle, you who won the, one game last year. You wouldn't hear the end of it. And speaking of poor, that old, could be the end of their season. Oh, it'd be terrible. It'd mm. be absolutely massive. People would be screaming. But speaking of poor old Newcastle, wooden spooners last year, they weren't last in attack. Parramatta were. How amazing is that when you think about it? Parramatta were last in attack. Newcastle were 15th. Last in attack because they got their four and against taken away from them? I don't or just know. Uh, literally last in attack? I thought they just took points off them. Did they take the four and against it, though? No, they... Oh, they I don't think they touched the ladder on the four and against. They just took their points. Wow. They were last in attack, apparently. Yeah, but they were second in defence. But Newcastle were second last in attack, last in defence. They won one game, had one draw, and 22 losses. And just a sore point for me, all you Tigers fans saying you deserve to be in the final. You're the only team who lost to Newcastle. So, no, you did not deserve to be in the final. <laughs> yeah. And you were the only team to play Canberra twice, once at Leichhardt, last round with the finals hopes on the line, and you got shellacked by 50 points. Yeah. So, don't cry poor because your team rolls over any time. Things get tough and there's something on the line. Well, they also didn't have a 50-50 record. Oh, if, you just, don't have, if you don't have 12 wins, they you don't, don't deserve yeah. to... I, I just think... The NRL should just say, well, whoever, whoever gets 12 injured... Well, they'll argue between themselves, the Titans, and I think it was the Warriors rolled over and Parramatta. I was like, if you want to look at the outstanding losses, the Titans didn't have any besides one game to Melbourne. Just control your own destiny. The Tigers, we, get, we, we got hammered by Melbourne, but the, it wasn't yeah, embarrassing. The Tigers copped a 60-point beating and a 50-point beating were the only team to lose to Newcastle. So if you want to argue you deserve to be eighth, yeah, give yourself a trip. You also need to look at, did, you, did your team ever quit during the year? And okay. they did. They quit plenty of the times. The Titans never quit. And I enjoy watching the Tigers at times, but yeah, the amount of fans crying poor, you're the only team who lost to Newcastle. That tells you you don't deserve to Yeah, you won 11 games. So, Newcastle. Wow. Things not getting much better, but I'm giving Nathan Brown a rap because he's doing what he went there to do. The salary cap was absolute dismay. They had back-ended deals. Blake signed up the long-term contracts that he didn't want there. As far as that situation, he managed to bait and swap with Manly to get $500,000 off a cat with Uate for Bura. I think it's a good move culture-wise. Bura's a good bloke. Plays multiple positions. Um, Nick Manish retired. Snowden retired. So two big contracts offloaded there. Rocco wanted to get paid. He said no because he hasn't been healthy. Tarek Sims tried to cash in. He told him to take a walk as well. And Corbin tried to cash in and also didn't want to be there his brother. So he got him to take a walk and flick Memo and Mullen. His second sample from all I know the other day, I think I saw was positive. So... If Mullen's gone, all... Well, he's, not, he's not listed in their, uh, the, what do you call it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure... He's not listed in the season guide, The second sample was the other day, I'm pretty sure I saw, and it was positive. So right there is 750. Sims was on about 400. McManus, Snowden, all these guys were on deals that he had no control over. He may have just cleared over $2 million of salary cap. So well, they he's are... probably just paid for Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Well, he's just paid for Kalen Ponga. The reports Basically. were those figures that we heard were ridiculous, and he's not getting that kind of money anyway, so... 
If yeah, you, basically, if you if you said you can have Ponga and get rid of Mullen, hundred percent. Jesus, if, if you're looking forward, he done exactly what he needed to do. He had a bunch of contracts hanging over his head that he didn't want, and within two years or within twelve months, really, because last year moving to this year, he's almost cleared all of it. So coming into next season, <coughs> don't be surprised to see them heavy on the market. We've already seen him get Ponga. Talk is there after Matt Scott and numerous other players. They're just going to get. They're just going to get a real. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't go after Matt Scott. I think he's on well on the Matt downhill Scott. run. I'd want a McLean or someone, these kind of someone around the 30 to 32 age that's got... Well, probably not even that. Probably 30. Nah. They need someone that's 30, that's played a bit of rep footy, that's looking for a change. I don't you know, and I don't really have any names out there, but they need a leader. If you need and someone I think they just need lose, one or two, one or two that are willing to go there and then watch the rest jump in. It happened at the Titans. No one wanted to go to the Titans. Yeah, and think- then they sort of signed a couple of players, same as Penrith. And then, boom, they're, they're signing a heap of players. They need to do what Canberra tried to do the other year. They got on to, I can't remember who manages Proctor, Tedesco, Mansour. They're on to the same agent. They tipped up a manager who had yeah, a couple okay. of players on the market, brought all of them down at once and basically said, we want you, you and you. We need a couple that come at the one time. We're willing to pay overs yeah. and get some people down here. But looking ahead to this year, Gaines in, again, he's basically patching things up, getting some guys that have some talent, may have been in a bad situation, but... Didn't go crazy. Joe Wardle is a centre-back rower that he got over from Huddersfield. I'm pretty sure he knows something about him. Anthony Tupo coming back from the Super League. Again, just another veteran around the group of young kids to help out, I'm, I'm guessing. Starling comes in on a free crack. Jacob Gagan played well at the Sharks that terrible year they had. Injured last year. Beer is going to be a leader and guide. And Ken see I didn't mind at Parramatta. Good finish. I just comes back to plug a spot. But when you look at their side... It's going to be ridiculously young. Dylan Pythian, who debuted right at the back end of last year, is going to get first crack at fullback, apparently. Um, Gagai works hard regardless of the situation. You'd think Nathan Ross and Seo are going to be in the wings. The halves, Hodkinson's going to be your seven, and it's contract year for him. So, again, there might be more free money. If Nathan Brown, who initially didn't sign him, they did that business before he got there, is not a fan, there's another 700 he's going to free up. So, yeah, looking good. The question for me there, who partners him? Do you give Lamb first crack or Feeney? The talk is Feeney this year has purely been penciled as a six, not a fullback. I think he's a good ball runner, but I think Lamb's probably more likely the one mm-hmm. to get a crack. And there's Cogger as well, but um, I think no, I think Lamb. Lamb might be the one. The forward pack is going to be young again. I think they found two good back rows at the back end of last year. Barnett was good, and I thought Sione Mitaudi looked pretty good in the back row. I didn't yeah. mind that move. Yeah, so. I look. They're uh, they're not going to make the eight. No, they, they're, they're probably going to finish last. This is the wooden spoon, I think. I had them, I had them last by mile last year, and I was I was really on my own last year, you know. And then they only won one game. I think they certainly weren't a side that should have won yeah. one game. Well, last year. I the think other, they should have won more than that. Yeah, the other they, thing that hurt last year though is nobody knew, and they were changing players. And Brown Brown sort of knew that he, he set that season on fire early. So. Yeah, but nobody knew about Snowden, McManus, or a few of these guys' injuries not even being able to make it on the field for the whole year. So yeah. from the word go, when you looked at a few of their older players and Smithy missed half the season. Yeah. The whole thing was looking at a few of those veterans thinking they're going to have a bad year, but they might scrape through. Four or five of those guys never made the field. And you know what? The other thing is they've got probably a year or two, and all these good young kids are going to come through. And well, I'll tell you, Newcastle fans, there's some good ones. You have got some good ones coming. So I like Brendan them. O'Hagan and Brody Jones in particular, yeah. who are playing in the 20s, keep an eye on them. Yeah. Uh, Sam Stone stars, so. look good. I think young Rick Stone's son, Luke Yates, has uh, been good for their juniors. Nick Meaney, Braden Mus- Robson. Braden Musgrove. Yeah. Uh, they've got some really good kids there. So Tommy Starling, a good good young hooker. Look, I could rattle off a heap of names in that Newcastle yeah. junior squad. So 
Look, Brown Brown knows what he's doing. Give him 100%. two years. Just give him two years. And your Safidi brothers are going to keep improving. Yep. Paulie Paulie's a great big unit, and he obviously got hurt in that car accident. But when he's healthy, those guys, the Safidi brothers, Barnett, Matadia, they're building a nice young group. I'll tell you what I like, that gay guy hated losing last year. Oh, he does Brian, hate that. I love that brilliant. they hate to lose. It's brilliant. That and means they won't be down for long, I'm telling you. Oh, it'd be great. And like I said, all these kids keep your eyes on. Young Stone son, Nick Meany, um, obviously... We mentioned Brody Jones, Sam Sam Stone, Luke yeah. Yates. Uh, there's a really good group. And Pythian, I'm interested to watch a fullback because I watched him in cup and thought he was really good. was surprised that he got his debut at the back end of the year because he was more of a utility. Mm. Scored on debut, and now he's got a chance to make this sport. But just keep, own, a, so. keep an eye on their 20s. Like, if their 20s, you know, go real well, which I expect them to do, they might throw a few of them in at the end of the year. So. Yeah, well, and Cup again will be the same thing I watched last year. They'll be blooding as many as they can yeah. trying to get this group up. But just stay loyal, Newcastle fans. Support your team. Trust me, Nathan Brown's doing a hell of a job. I thought this would take three years to clear those contracts. He's basically done it in 12 months. Yeah. You're going into this year a little bit light, but he's done a but fantastic job. they've got a lot of money job. left on the Exactly. They might, they might have. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And find themselves in a Titan situation they might where they can pick one or two during the year. Well, he's already tried to do it right now. They've so, already said that. So if, yep. if there's opportunities, they will be making moves. But keep your eyes on those kids we've mentioned. We've both got them for the spoon, unfortunately. But fingers crossed they uh, prove us wrong and jag a couple of wins. William Hill has them the premiership at $151. Minor premiership, 251 Top four, 21 to make the eight, $9. To miss the eight, $1.04. The spoon, $1.65 favorites. Win market over under... Four and a half games. We're both very sorry. It's pretty cutthroat. But they only won one game last year. They're very, very young again. It's more a development year again. We both went under on the four and a half. I think they'll win four games. Yeah, I think they'll win three or four, but I I can't see them winning five or six. If the Roosters could only manage six last year, I don't think Newcastle can win five or six. Yeah, they may well do. But yeah, Yeah. based on the fact they won one last year, I think... They've obviously cleared out a lot of Deadwood, and yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on there. Development—that's uh, yeah. what it's all about this year. Just all your about teeth, Newcastle fans, and get out and support your team. The way they supported them last year was great. They're on the right track. So yeah. Penrith fans did it for three exactly. or four years, and those kids need that support because it's not their yeah. fault, but they're willing to work and hard. Look at Penrith now, so there's going to be some flourishing times there. So keep backing your side. Poor old Newcastle. We think you're going to get the spoon again. The Cowboys, fantastic side, come to a crashing halt last year. Finished fourth. Had a bit of a flat patch, then had a bunch of injuries come finals time. Somehow escaped week two uh, with injuries and in that golden point game, but they were flat as attack in their prelim, and rightfully so. Were dispatched by the Sharks. Second in attack, third in defence, 15 wins, nine losses. You look at this side, what can you say? Losses, Tamiao, um, it hurts, but I don't blame them for paying because they've got a lot of guys that had to pay and upgrade, and there's a lot of guys this year again. Hannett, they only wanted to keep on the cheap. Cost Jason's not a big loss, and they've replaced him by bringing in Hampton, who can play that utility role. Monga was injured and never played. Jerome Hughes hurts a little bit as a utility, but again, um, they've kind of got that covered by uh, Kyle Labor, a young bloke, and Ray Thompson, who can do that job. 
And the only other loss there was Brandon Smith, their junior Kiwi nine, who's gone to the Storm. But and you liked him. You I, liked him. I do like Smith. I'm happy with that. But for them, they don't really need him. They've obviously... Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got Josh Chudley, who's a really good nine, but unfortunately did his ACL. He would have got that bench spot, I think. But this year, it'll be Granville and Thompson at nine. But you look at the rest of it. The back line's identical again. JT Morgan at the halves. Bolton, probably more likely to take Tarmow's spot in the bench now, I think. Hess will be the guy who rolls in with Asiata to play tight, and then I think Kafusi or Sam Hall will kind of fight for that third bench spot. And obviously, Corey Jensen was one of their 20s players a couple of years ago, had to go like some forwards do to play cup and develop, but they're really, really happy. They've got some big wraps on him, and they reckon he had a massive year last year in the Queensland Cup, so don't be surprised to see Corey Jensen grab a bench spot for them. And Hampton will take that utility role that Cost Jason had, I think. Mm. Look, I think they've got the best player in the game. For me, they've got well the best forward in the game in Talmalolo. Yeah. They've got a great, great home back Cooper Lowe. Yeah, great home field advantage. They've won a comp. Last year was dis- they were similar to Brisbane last year. Yeah, started right. really well, didn't finish real well. They were hammered by Cronulla, mm. but they'd run out of gas. They they put themselves in a position outside the top four. I oh, know they they finished top four, didn't they? Yeah, um, top four. But they were scrapping to make the top four uh, with Brisbane. But they've got great young guns. I love Hess. Yeah, I love Ponga. And I love uh, Gellin Mosby, but there's a few, as you've mentioned, behind them. Look, yeah, well, I I, as long as they finish top four, we, we've said this for years, and as long as we've done the podcast, we've said Cowboys finish top four, there's a chance four. of winning it. So just finishing the top four, I've got them finishing third, uh, and then my pick to win it this year. Yeah, well, I've got them third as well. And like I said, look at everything. If winners Stein O'Neill, Lynette Felt get injured, you've got Callum Ponga, Javid Bowen, um, and, you, you know, they're just sitting there waiting. And Gideon Mosby-Geller, they've got three replacements. And Jensen, the young bloke, again from their 20s, scored some tries. When Morgan and JT go away to origin, they just roll in, buddy, Ben Hampton and Ray Thompson. No worries. you just got two guys to replace straight away. In the forwards, they may be a bit light on, but a guy who's popped back up who had a massive junior career, three-time or two-time junior kangaroo and Queensland 20s player, Paddy Mager. He yeah, disappeared okay. at Canberra. He's popped back up there. And if there's a place to go play with Tamalolo and these kind of gun back rollers and that and get revamped, he could be a bargain boy. He could be one of these guys who ends up on the bench that everyone's forgot about. Does a really good job. Horse played some first grade. Benny Spanner's played some first grade. Brandon Uwelli was a junior Kiwi. There's guys there. The main thing is the front row rotation, but Tamalolo will help out with that loss. He already does. He's basically yeah. an extra pop playing at lock. Scott will try his hardest. Hess, Asiata. I don't see them dropping off at all. I think they're a real threat for the Premiership, but third place for me as well. Yeah, the other the other thing I want to mention is I thought Morgan struggled a little bit last year. He was a little bit hot and cold. Well, and he so got was, injured and come so back. So was Lachlan Coote. Lachlan Coote had a horrendous final series. Second so, half of the year, he flattened out. You know, if they get back to that Premiership winning form, which I expect them to do, they, they can't play that bad again. So, no, but Morgan struggled after that knee injury. A lot of people just yeah, that, but that. But no, 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 I'm you not know. saying... I'm just saying that I expect those two be, to be better. Mm, 100%. Um, so, yeah, let's go the Cowboys. Yeah, I think they're a real chance. And William Hill does two $9 for the Premiership, equal favourites for the minor Premiership at six fifty. Top four at $2. That's my $100 short bet for this year. I think they'll be top four. Again, top eight, $1.30. Miss the eight, three thirty. Spoon, 101 Overs, unders. 15 and a half for the Cowboys. We've both gone over. I think they'll win 15, 16 games. Uh, if you like over for that, $1.72. If you like under, 208 the Parramatta Eels, controversy, 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 started on fire last year. Things burnt to the ground as normal. Rad Rara drama, he was leaving, he's not leaving. 
He's going to court. Corey Norman's got in trouble. Paulo got in trouble before he took off for Canberra. Pete's got pushed out. The salary cap, the club issues, it just never ended. <coughs> and then Norman getting banned for the rest of the year. They <coughs> finished 14th after having their 12 points taken off them. Um, they were 16th in attack, like I said, dead last, but they were second in defence, and that rubs off from the attitude of their great coach, Brad Arthur. 13 wins, 11 losses, but obviously lost the 12 points, so that took them back down to seven wins, basically. Looking at this side... Uh, losses, obviously, Paul and Pete's left mid last year. Foran's a loss, but he barely ever played for him, so you can't really consider it a huge loss. Watmount never played. Wicks has walked out, um, just retired. And out of, besides that, Gordon was good for him, but he's moved on now, and they've got French and Tautai. I think they've basically let go of. The only real big loss, I think, is young Fui Mayona, Torreo. But, um, you know, he's a good junior. But games this year, they got in Hoffman, Orvar on the cheap. Fogarty was good for Burley. Uh, George Jennings, Sue Matungi, Nia Corey I like from the Warriors. Vave was really good. Nathan Brown and Frank Pritchard. So I think there's some pretty good pickups. But well, they got that kid, that Barnes from Rugby Union as well, that they were screaming and shouting about. Apparently he's a real good player, Blaze Barnes. So, yeah, i wait and see on that one. But, yeah. yeah, I know that they signed him in the hope that he's going to be a Sam Soda superstar. Yeah, well, considering so we'll considering the cap situation and the the shuffle and the quick turnaround and just all the turmoil, I think Brad Arthur's done a really, really good job flipping this roster. Mm. I don't like the roster. I like Not last fair. year's team better. I had them finishing the top eight. I had them fifth last year. They would have finished fifth if they hadn't bombed out and lost all their points. And then Norman stopped playing. So, uh, Look, few things for me. Their attack, 15th in attack, isn't good enough. I don't think their side is as strong this year. You take four and out. Uh, I, I can't I see Gutherson being at six and scoring them enough points to make the finals. Yeah, but I just don't. Teams. I don't really take the four thing in consideration because he barely played, and then they won yeah, games I, with him out with Norman. There, Norman yeah. got like four or five man in the match wards in a row, which is why he would have gone close to the Dalian before he got banned. Well, I picked him for Dalian last year. I expected him to have a big year. Uh, the other thing is they're moving from Pertec to Ains Head. I don't like that. Uh, Pertec for them. They get good fan support there. I don't know whether they're going to get the same fan support at ANZ Stadium. I know a lot of Eels fans were unhappy about having to go there. They hate going there for the two games that they go for the Bulldogs, which are reciprocal member games, where they play both games there. So yeah. theoretically, they're only playing 10 games out of Pertec. The two para-home games at ANZ were poorly attended. So I'm just a little bit concerned about that. I love Brad Arthur. I love what he's done to the club, but I just don't see it as a top-eight roster. Well, I look at them, similar to those sides we saw. I think they're in that fight from probably 12th uh, up until about 7th. I think 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, there's six teams there kind of shuffling for two spots. I think they're one of them. Uh, I think Bevan French will enjoy fullback. I know he's probably not going to return the ball. He might be a bit more like Moylan and Coote, more of a facilitator, and he's got two good guys to do that. He's got Rad Rara, and I'm assuming that Orvar or Hoffman will be on the other wing, so good. Big bodies there. I, just, I also just don't see any punch in there. For like they've got Alvaro. No, but he's uh, not David play. Gower. They've Sui, got Tim Manor. Sui like, Matungi, though. <clears throat> Tepai Maroa. Like, these guys don't strike any fear into me at all. Nathan Brown. There's no punch there. There's no offloads there. Yeah, I, but, I don't know. Like Nathan Brown, Sui Matungi, Frank Pritchard, Kenny Edwards, Manu Mao. These kind of guys, for me, I think there's enough there in that forward pack. I don't like Manor. Front make the eight? 
to make the eight. I think they can slide into the eight <sighs> if all things work well. But I see Matungi. Who's your, who's your nine? And we've also forgot Vave. Vave was the underrated. The Goyce. The Goyce will probably play. The Goyce can't, can't not get knocked out. The guys of Pritchard is tough. And then you've got Cameron King. Nine's an issue. See, like a man. I understand that. But I think Matungi. Bevan French at one is an issue for me. He's not big enough. He's going to get ragdolled. Yeah, I like this. Gordon at one. I, you know, I like Norman. I like Foran. I like Pete's. They had that. They had it there. They yeah. had. They had a top eight spine there, and they've lost it for me. Well, I, I don't. And agree. I understand that the salary caps pulled it apart, but yeah. I think it's going to take another year or two to adjust to that, and then get their roster back up. The forwards, I don't agree with you. I agree about Manor and Scott's a year older, but I think with Mo, who's going to play? He'll play Alvaro. He'll play Manor. I don't think he will. I think Nathan well, Brown, Sui Matungi will bring some serious punch and aggression. I like Kenny Edwards. I think Pritchard's do you like a good one to bring in. I don't mind Morale, but more as a thirteen. Scott and Mo are solid. Yeah, I get that. That's fine. Mo, Matungi, Mo's Matungi, a great yeah, player. Matungi, but you got to stay, like he's going to have to go up another gear. But, to yeah, be an elite forward, him and Brown, he's a good bench forward. They're better than what they had. I think. I think there's guys there. They'll be rotating. I, I like Nathan Brown too. I thought he really cleaned his act up and last Varve, year. You can't say that Varve wasn't close to me on his best forward last year. Off the bench, he was outstanding. Yeah, but so. again, like off the bench. Yeah, no, off you're going to have to bring. But you have to you bring that as bench. a starter. Yeah, so. I get that. But they, to me, they don't have enough starting. I think the bench. Be, I think they'll get the job done. I think Matungi will probably start with Menard. Then you'll have Brown. Uh, Vave, Edwards, and possibly Pritchard. If they're going to carry the extra nine, they might rotate two. And then you've got Greedy Guts, old Red Radra, who, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have them in the finals, but they're just one of those teams like the other ones we spoke of. I think if everything played out well, I can see enough there to get in the bottom. Um, but from what I got here, I think there may be a couple injuries. And the other thing is, drama's never too far around the corner. I, I love their side last year. I'm just, I'm, I just don't oh, see it this year. I've got them finishing eleventh. I wouldn't put them fifth like you had them last year. No way. I don't. Think well, they, they should have finished comp. fifth last year. But I so think, I had it right last year. I possibly think they can get into the eight. I don't think they're going to. But show their the roster, their roster to me, isn't as good this year as it was last year. And obviously, because they were cheating last year. Yeah, they're not going to shake the comp. Um, I've got them eleventh. Same. So, but I wouldn't be surprised again, especially under Arthur. If they hung tough and found their way back into the bottom part of the eight, but uh, I don't see it happening. For WilliamHill.com to win the premiership, the Eels are seventeen dollars. Minor premiership twenty three. Top four five dollars. Top eight to ten to miss the eight a dollar sixty eight to get the spoon seventeen over under of eleven and a half. With both gone under, I think they'll win on the borderline of the finals so eleven games. Yeah, I think ten. About ten. Mm. Moving on to the Penrith Panthers, a side with a lot of hype around them. There, one of the favourites for the premiership market. A lot of people picking them. A lot of young kids last year. A lot of injuries. A lot of turmoil. A lot of growth. 20s comps making three out of the four grand finals. And then obviously bringing some blokes over. There are big expectations for this season. There was a lot of losses, but uh, nothing too major. Seguiara basically signed his own warrant to go out the door. Uh, Braden Burns and a couple of the kids. That's just part of the project. Hardacre, that didn't really work out. The two Jennings brothers, Latimore, Matungi, etc. But the gains... There's a couple that are really, really big. I think Mitch Rain on the cheap, a bloke that can start in the NRL, has some improvement, a point to prove, but he wasn't happy where he was, wasn't playing good football. I think that's a great pickup for them, especially the price they would have paid. And James Tarmow, if he plays anywhere near his best, like the year the Cowboys won the comp, that's another big name to go along with a young forward pack in Leilani Latu, Moses, Leota, Fisher-Harris, William Cowes come back from injury. He's going to be like a brand-new player. Regan Campbell-Gillard back from injury. Trent Merrin. Uh, I think they've got an outstanding young forward pack with two veterans, in particular Tarmow and Merrin, to lead them around. And 
then your back rowers. You've got Cartwright, who's dynamic on one side, needs to get rid of the errors and tackle a bit better. And you've got Yo, who's ever-reliable. Um, depth is the one thing. Out of all the teams we looked at, I think they've got better depth than anybody. Well, they do. They're almost stuck with all those kids those that are now kids. ready to play. Like so. the back line. Dallin is out today, they were saying. But Peachy was good at centre last year. Blake was good at centre. Hiku and Farre are both back. And then Dallin's brother Mal's been good. Christian Crichton, Dylan Edwards. There's lots and lots of players. Mansell, their talking's recovery is going really, really well. They could be in a position where they've got four or five guys in the back line. Mm. They're looking for a run. The halves, Cleary popped up last year. Martin obviously had some wraps on him. I still think Tyra May is the long-term six. If Martin doesn't work out, I have absolutely no issue with uh, Tyra May going in there. And then you've got Docker Clay and Darren Nichols, who's been at Brisbane and South, the Queensland resident halfback, who's uh, obviously making his way up into their squad at Penrith. So there's some really great depth in the backs and the halves, and then in the young forward department as well. Kate Ellis is a good kid. Corey Harawira Nara, Corey Waddell, who we saw... Um, at the nines, Akawala, who we've seen a bit of, McKendry, who's not on that side there, just absolutely stacked in every single position. Yeah, it's been coming for a few years. Obviously, a lot of these kids, I've had a lot to do with, and they're now close. I don't know whether it's going to be this year. Uh, I think a lot of them are going to get a taste of first grade this year, probably maybe play six or eight games in first grade. They've got a great uh, core group of senior players now, as you've highlighted, that are origin potentially players, like a core group of origin players there that are going to mix together with a few of these guys um, who are now established first graders. Uh, they look they look good. They, they look really good. I think they'll be slightly better than last year. I don't know. To be equal premiership favourites, I disagree with. I, I don't I, I don't see them as equal premiership favourites. Do you? No, I don't have them. I don't have them in the class I, I of the think, Storm, Cowboys, Broncos. I think with all they've got the best young talent, but you'd need all of them to kick to another level. You need Cleary to hit another level. You need Martin to come back seamlessly, or if May comes in, him to come in to be outstanding. Um, you need Cartwright to go up another level, Yo to go up another level, Campbell Gillard, Latu. There's so many young guys that are all such outstanding talents. Waka Blake, Zelezniak, even Moylan. But I don't see eight or nine of these young guys playing that well all year and things absolutely lighting up to the point where they do knock off, say, Cowboys, Storm, etc. Et yeah, they might on the off occasion. I just I, don't I think reckon, consistently come finals. Yeah, I know that they're going to be able to beat those three sides in consecutive weeks. I think they can be the Canberra of last year. I think they might flash up. Agree. Get on a decent win streak, scare everybody, but I don't know if they'll be able to take that step into the grand final. I wouldn't surprise me if they were there in the final four, prelim finals, but yeah, I think that might be think. the Canberra story this year. So. I totally agree. I, I do like the fact that we haven't seen Kakao pull, oh, on, a, pull on a jersey for healthy. Australia. Please be uh, For Australia, for Penrith. Then you had Faray and Peter Hiku, who I, I like both of them. Yeah. Didn't really fire a shot last year, did they? Peachy, no, Hiku no. played. Oh, Hiku played eleven games. Yeah. Um, and Faray, Faray played one. Gone straight away. Then yeah. Hiku also played a couple, got injured with a small injury, come back in, then did his ACL. Yeah. So, so you got two Kiwi internationals, and then you got Blake and Peachy, who Peachy was close to centre of the year by the end of the year, and then all these kids. So yeah. And then the forwards, like I said, all those names I mentioned. There's so many ways you could go. Campbell Gillard, Tamau could start. Latu Laoto was massive. Fisher Harris on the bench. Kikau could get back in there. McKendry sitting there. Kate Ellis is really good in the nines. Yo, Cartwright, Merrin, there's just. And you're looking at for days. Gus, Gus Gould's got the rule about 50 first grade games. You've got Campbell Gillard on 44. Cartwright's 55. Uh, Mansour's gone to 87. Latu's played 30. Well, Mansour's gone to. Yeah, I know. But Moylan's gone to 71. Peachy, 60. 
Watines Lesniak 52, Faro 64, and Yo 57. They're all getting over that. And you can yeah. t- you can tell they're first graders. Yeah, they're first graders, and they've got a great young group. There's a lot of guys there. Um, I've got them finishing fourth. I can understand everyone's hype and excitement, but I think there's still too many kids for me to rely on them to go on a run. I'd love to see just an absolute Cinderella story, and especially the fact Cinderella when story. Cinderella story come out of nowhere. We're from Penrith, and I don't support the club, to be honest, one bit at all. But um, the year they won the comp when I was 13 years old in 03, I must admit it was a pretty exciting time to be a local. It was a pretty good time. So Absolutely. If they could pull something out of the bag, I would be excited. I must admit I am looking forward to watching them, even though, again, like I said, I don't support them. But well, I support them. I think I'll they're this year's, well. this year's Canberra. It wouldn't surprise me if they got on a win streak, some blokes flashed up and they improved, and then next year, um, all held together and all healthy, I'd consider them a real, real threat. But this year, I've got them finishing fourth. Yeah, I'd love to see them go well. I've got them finishing sixth, but that's only because I couldn't put them ahead of the sides I've got ahead of them. I just don't think they're in that class yet. But yeah, just just a prelim final. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's that's after 24 rounds. What, what happens in the finals? Mm. Who knows? Because you, you know Canberra. Yeah. I think got better in the finals last year. And so. like I said, this is... We'll give our predictions for premiers. My premier is not going to be the same as my minor premier, which was Canberra, etc. But yeah. um, that's what we think. We both got them right up there, but I don't know if they've got enough. With WilliamHill.com, $8 for the premiership. They're equal favourites, basically. There, the minor premiership. Second favourite, $7. Top four, 225 So I've got them there. That might be a bit of value if you agree. Uh, to make the eight, $1.28. To miss the eight, three fifty. The spoon, 101 over under 15 and a half this was hard because if you've got them in the top four they should win around that mark but uh, we've both gone under I reckon they'll win 15 games I've got them under winning 14 games so that's about the mark there for the Penny Panthers looking for a big season South Sydney 12th last year um, things didn't start off all well straight away with the whole Russell Curry camp thing Kiri Burgess not backing her up the team kind of got split to camp some of the younger blokes weren't a fan of Aaron, uh, Aaron Gray and Dylan Walker and the punishment there, and Walker Bear moved on. So there's small divides within the group, uh, especially the Kiri Russell, Craig Maguire situation. But clean slate this year, that's all well and gone. Last year, they were 11th in attack and 11th in defence. That's the big one for me, the defence dropping off on a Maguire. Nine wins, 15 losses, finished the year strong. And looking ahead, there's been a bit of a clean out, I suppose, there. Kiri and McInnes, two that played a bit of footy last year, both moved on. Um, you've obviously got. Gresmore left mid last year, so he's not a big one. Carter, they sacked. Uh, who else we got? Joe Burgess played his half season there. They tried to convince him to stay. He left. Nathan Brown, I think, hurts. And Orvar, they obviously got rid of for discipline. But Gaines, Robbie Farrow is a massive one. Like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan, but if it works out, it could be huge for him. Him and Damien Cook, pretty good pairing to have. Uh, Tyrell Fulimano, they got from Parramatta. He's an outstanding player. Maween Hiroti, this kid they wanted to send the nines. Heard massive things about him. Wasn't eligible because he's not 18 yet, so restricted. But he's a wing centre fullback. They reckon he might play first grade this year. Well, uh, I don't even know what they jagged him from, but they got massive wraps on him, and they couldn't even take him over to the nine. So they're pretty excited. And Robbie Rocco, they got on the cheap. So there's always these kind of guys that I think are good first graders that every so often you can jag. He wanted out of Newcastle. He wanted to get paid. They've only got offered him one year deal. He's looking for an opportunity. I think it could work out all right for him. And my only gripe here, when I look, I don't think their squad. It's too bad. I think depth is okay. I think the forward pack is pretty solid. I like the spine, but can I trust it for the whole year? Because the one that gets me, and I think you'd agree, I think GI tends to start slow usually, and then, you know, he sparks up around origin time. But the one is Reynolds. Every year, I swear to God, Adam Reynolds gets more and more strapping tape, 
Um, he's in and out. He misses games. He's constantly got niggles. Well, he was he withdrew from the night. I got the feeling this year that he's going to be the same again. He'll be in and out, and that's going to hurt. And their backup is Luke Kelly, which is not a good thing. Um, Connor Tracy's a good young Australian schoolboy from the Sharks, but he's not first grade ready. So if he's going to be in and out, and GI's going to be there for Origin, you know he's got his knee issue, and he's going to be up and down. Robbie Farrow's already got a torn bicep before he's even started the season. Um, if those guys are in and out, that's going to hurt. The back line, Heimel Hunt's solid. Gray, Goodwin, Johnston, you know, Johnston's gone pretty quiet. They're okay. I like to see for Talakai, the young kid that got a debut last year, but again... Uh, I don't know. And the Burgess brothers between all three of them. Sam's obviously the standout. Tom and George need to step up. And the errors need to go. Because between them last year, the three of them could almost get double digits as a, a trio. Um, yeah, and young kids. Musgrove got injured. I like him. I like Christian Crichton. Oh, sorry, Angus Crichton. He was good. And Damien Cook is great off the bench. But um, this they're one of these teams that kind of niggled at me. The more I looked at them, I want them to put them in. And they've got, like I said, a couple of kids there, especially Cameron Murray, Crichton, etc. I like, but I think they'll just miss out. It wouldn't surprise me if they jagged eighth spot or so, but uh, I've got them finishing ninth. Yeah, to me, look, Robbie Rocco is a good pickup, uh, and Robbie Farrow potentially is. And like, look, they got rid of Joe Burgess, who I thought was coming good. Kiri obviously is the one that they needed to get rid of because of all the poison that surrounded that situation. Uh, oh, well, you could say the same for Carter and Arvata, couldn't you? But, Good find in um, Walker, though. He was outstanding last year at full-back end at six. I thought the back end of the year oh, he no, was brilliant. No argument there. Look, I think if the Robbie Farris situation really works out and you can get you can keep Inglis, Walker and Reynolds all fit, they've got a great spawn. Yeah, 100%. No, no, no doubt about that. I'm the same as you. I, I doubt that they're all going to be fit. And the fact that Adam Reynolds was yanked from the nines tells yeah, you that he's already, already... Already feeling it. Uh, ...held together by sticky tape. So... I've got them. I've got them finishing. Where have I got them? I've got them finishing tenth. Yeah. Now I've got them winning eleven games. That's right now, right here, right now. They they have a few little things go their way. They could easily win thirteen games, fourteen games, and make the eight. Oh. I look. They won it all in fourteen. They really flattened out in fifteen. They were flat in sixteen. So does that trend continue, or do we have a little spike back up? And then I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. And Robbie Farah may be that answer they were looking for. Hooker was the issue last year. Hooker was the issue. The thing last year... And the fact, as you said, about the injuries. Cook couldn't stay healthy. I thought he was going to be good for him. And McInnes is, you know, pretty up and down. But I watched him and I thought nine was the issue. You also... Discipline just went out the window. Defensively, they were always good. Last year, they weren't. Their attitude was poor. They were 11th in defence. They got penalised a lot. And like I said, I thought Sam had a good year. But even him, his error count was terrible. And between Tom and George and him, almost double digits per game. Now, three or four errors apiece, you can't hand that much football over. No, no argument. And your own no forward argument. pack, like they were basically punishing themselves, those three blokes. So um, back row is a bit of a soft point for me as well. I think Rocco and maybe Sutton get that chance, but they're really lacking a back row. Crichton's young. He could play there. Um, you know. But other than that, there's not a whole lot there. Turner can play there. He's solid. But I think they're lacking a little bit on the edges too. So that doesn't help your halves out. You need your back row to be pretty dangerous. So, yeah, I'm with you. The spine, the Burgesses, if everything kind of works out and they stay healthy... I could see him pushing in, and they've got a good coach, but I don't think they will. I think they'll miss out. I've got them ninth. Yeah, I've got them 10th. Yeah. All right. Well, WilliamHill.com, see us for the premiership, $15 for the minor premiership, $21, top four, four fifty to make the eight, $2. So there's probably your value bet to make the eight if you think they'll get in. To miss the eight, $1.75 to get the spoon. 
34, and the overs-unders is 11.5. We've both gone under. I think they'll be right on this mark, 11 or 12. They'll either just miss out or they will just sneak in this season. The Dragons, 11th last year, and the wheels really did fall off. The Benji Marshall drama, Paul McGregor saying he was going to change their attack, and it was even worse than the year before. They were one of the best defensive sides. That dropped all the way down to 10th. They were 14th in attack, and things basically ended in tears. Um, he's really, really under the punt. Apparently, Des Hasler's basically been told, regardless of what happens, that job's there if he gets the, the punt. So McGregor's basically just sitting on a hot seat to see what happens with the Bulldogs. Um, as far as losses, there was nothing really major. Ben Cray retired but didn't play. Dylan Farrell didn't play. He retired. Mitchell Rain not happy. Moved on. Uh, Dinamisu, Ike Ifo, Quinlan. Mike Cooper was okay for him, but Marshall probably the big one. Uh, as far as games, they got Vaughn down from Canberra. Tarek Sims mid-year. Cameron McInnes comes in at nine. Nana McDonald from your mob. And a couple of blokes have been promoted uh, from their New South Wales Cup side who were pretty good last year. But looking at them... The standout thing for me is their forward pack. I think they've got a good forward pack. Um, Vaughney, Armau, Joel Thompson I like, Frizzell I like. DeBellin's okay. I think he passes too much and he shouldn't. He should just do what he is, which is, you know, bear a spade, carry the football and tackle hard. He's a really good defender. But I, I think he gets given the license to pass, which he shouldn't because mm. he's not a ball player's asshole. Uh, Russell Packer I thought was good last year. Sims, to me, looks like the injuries have taken a toll. He doesn't quite have that drive or that burst. Hopefully he proves me long. Um, Leilua. Leilua was pretty good, but again, there's talk about contract and money. Does that make him lazy? And the one I really did like was Young Host, who played some first grade last year, so hopefully see more of him. But um, there's a couple other kids there. Harme Selly from their, their 20s and Matthews and Mossy Masoya was never on the field last year. They upgraded Hine. Stole Kerr from Melbourne, a young front row. Forward pack, I really like. Backline, okay. Spine's what kills me. There's Widop, and then bar that, you don't know. McInnes didn't really get a chance to show his wares last year. I don't know what to make of him. You don't like Dugan? I think he's... Dugan can't pass. Your fullback has to be able to pass. And he wants now, and this is the one problem they've set themselves, they've paid Hunt this monster deal, and immediately they're already having problems because Widop and Dugan are off contract, and they're saying, if Hunt got that, we want this. Mm. And as much as I don't like Mark Gasney's opinions a lot of the time, he said the other day he wouldn't pay Josh Dugan the money he's asking for. He'd go for Tedesco. I don't think they get Tedesco, but I completely agree. I wouldn't give Josh Dugan a million dollars to play fullback. One try this last year. You've got to be able to ball play. He can't do it. Fair call. And the, yeah, the fair call. young field that everyone's absolutely creaming over, I can understand, but you watched him play a nines game. There was nine men on the field. Lots yeah, of space. Um, if he plays first grade, he's going to need a bodyguard, and that's unfair to the back row who's going to have to do that. And they're talking about doing it to Frizzell. All you're doing is blunting one of your best attacking weapons on an edge as a forward because mm. he has to defend a kid who weighs 78 kilos. Look, they've got no try scorers. They've got no one that can set up try scorers. They've got a great forward pack who's going to defend their ass off. Yeah. They're going to get their side down the f- into position to score points. Can Dugan and Widop basically get them enough points? Tane Milne I like and McDonald I like. Yeah. Uh, Aiken was really good last year. Nightingale's coming into the twilight. There's no one really there that scares me. No. Uh, Milne, Milne, I think, Milne and Aitken, I think, will intimidate some people. They're really physical and they can run Aitken's good in yardage. And, I think Lafay never got good ball like he did at the Dogs and there was a game in the second last round. The first time I seen him get early ball, he just burned two blokes and ran 40 metres, but he didn't look happy. I also year. don't like... I don't want to be too critical because no. I, I like Josh Dugan, but I like Josh Dugan I don't too. Like, I don't like the way that Dugan stays down. I don't no. like the way that Dugan complains. Mm. I, I just there's a lot of 
idiosyncrasies about his game that I don't like mm. from a holistic, from a team standpoint. You know, it and just you can't pay. reflects badly, and people are looking around, mm. looking for guys like him who have played Origin yeah. and New South Wales, yeah, Australia, to be a leader. And the body language and the the attitude that he sort of displays doesn't reflect that, and yeah. it's it, it is a little bit uh, contagious to the rest of the squad. I feel sorry for Whitlock because, you know, I just. You put him in Melbourne, it just proves that you know, put him put players around the right play around the right. But you also had a gun spine around him. You That's what I'm saying. Think. Yeah, he, he's I, I think for I think Riddop is a good player. I, you know, he's obviously not playing great footy. I just think he needs to get back to running the ball well, hmm. kicking the ball well, because they're two really good strengths and stocks of his game. And I think the rest will sort of come from that. But it's very hard when you, you don't, don't have like seven. you said. You don't have a seven. You don't have a one that can pass. So you're looking at him and the nine. And last year, Rain had a really poor year. So it all sort of fell to Widop to create the play. Well, he's also and frustrated. I, but I don't see it improving this year. No, and like I said, Macron, if he's in or when's feels... He off, when's Widop off, on, off contract? This year. Okay. That's what the problem is. They've, I'd be very surprised if he stayed at... They've just paid Hunter Squill and Dugan and him at base come out straight away. So if that's the standard, we want that money. And to be honest, I wouldn't pay either of them what they paid Hunt. I... I Halves are a different story, but Widop hasn't proven enough for me to ask for a million dollars. And Dugan, one try assist. Your fullback now has to be all rounder. If I'm Melbourne, he's one player who I'm going to yeah, try if, and get back. If you've already got Croft and you've got Munster, and they're your future, you've got no money to spend on Widop. Well, I'm just saying if the if Croft, oh, sorry, Croft, if Munster doesn't work at one, and you know Slater gets injured, this is playing. If Slater advocate, retires, you could put him at one, and you know. You, I'd want to get Widop back. I think Widop. Only if Slater. Widop's a good storm player. If Slater retires and Munster moves to one, you can bring him back at six, technically. Depending you play on Munster what the at one. Yeah. I, I'd, but I think they've got a pretty big love of Croft. They've re signed him to The Dragons have set him up to fail. And I look, I don't think Paul McGregor won't see the year out because they're going to be down the bottom of the table. I think he gets sacked. Hmm. He'll be lucky if he sees halfway through. There'll be effort. But the other thing I don't <laughs> trust is his coaching. I don't think anything will change. He said things changed last year, they look worse. Um, I think you'll see plenty of good from the forwards, as you always do. I thought Armia was good. And you know what? Like Thompson, like Frizzell. You know what Vaughan is going to do. You know what Pack is going to do. I know what Host is. I like the forward pack, but there's not points. There's not enough creativity. You don't have a seven. McInnes, I still don't think, has had a chance to show his wares. I hope he proves me wrong. But I think everything, like you said, is on Riddop. And Dugan in particular, if he wants a million plus, he better start ball playing. And if you're uh, McGregor, you know that... You need to make the eight to keep the job, pretty much. Yeah. Basically. He knows that that's the only way they can do that is by improving their attack. Yeah. So, naturally, you're going to take a little bit away from the stuff that you're doing with your defence. I think they're going to be prone to either changing their attack up and it, having it stick and it working really well, or you try and do more in attack, make more errors, you're making more tackles, and it's just going to end up really bad for them. Yeah, basically. And um, no. the, the chips have got to go in for McGregor. Keep your eyes on Leilua to improve. Keep your eyes on Host. Uh, Field, I think he might get some games, but I wouldn't throw him straight in. They're talking about throwing him in and bodyguarding Frizzell. I think that's unfair to Frizzell. He'll have no petrol left. I'd play him in cup first. If he struggles against men, you get told what you need to know. Um, you know, I just think that's the smarter way to go about your business, but we'll wait and see. Sean Known is another possibility in the house, but I don't think that solves their problem. I think they're in for a hard year. You can't have basically no creative players at all and just rely on your forward pack. So, yeah. unfortunately, I've got them finishing 15th. Could have shuffled them between, say, the Tigers and the Eagles, etc. between maybe that 12 to 13, 14 mark, but I think they'll be right down there this year. Yeah, I've got them finishing 15th as well. 
Yep, and William Hill has them $101 to win the Premiership, $81 the minor, to make the top four, 11 to make the eight, $5, to miss the eight, $1.15, the wooden spoon, $5.50. Over under is eight and a half games. I think that's right on the money as far as the Dragons are concerned. We've both gone under. I reckon they might win eight or nine around that mark. I reckon winning six. So yeah. they're on that mark, but yeah, I don't think they're going to get there. Over that is $1.80, $1.96 for under. The Roosters, one side last year that absolutely fell to pieces. Three of their spine gone. Maloney, Sheck, and Pierce. obviously his incident. Um, they battled. No Ray Hargraves, no corner to start the year. By the time everyone got back, it was too late. Uh, Tokiaho, one of their best players, got injured. Things just went down in flames. New year. They've moved on some players. Hastings has been moved on. Uh, apparently didn't fit well with the group. Mowers moved on, and besides that, there's just a couple of young guys, but nothing too major gains. Michael Gordon comes in, desperately needed someone for goal-kicking and also to help Mitchell out, learn a bit of fullback, probably more like we saw with Minicello and Sheck when they developed. I think they'll swap from fullback and positions there, but they've got a goal-kicker, Luke Keary. Good option, and they obviously blooded some kids last year, so Connor Watson, Madison, they can both play six and fill in there, so they've got some good depth built up. Um, and they got a couple of jailbirds on the cheat, which all clubs do. <laughs> Carter got fired. They get him on the cheap. On his day, he's great. He can be great. He's an idiot, but he can be great. Uh, And Liam Knight, possibly the best front row in the 20s two years ago, sprayed some uh, air guard in his mouth to try and dodge a breath test. But let me tell you, when when he's on the field, he can play. So there's a couple. Can he in first grade? He can play, but you're picking him up for nothing. It's a free roll of the dice. So... On a free roll of the dice, Zane Tedavano, another one had some I trouble. Want to see him. I want to see him do it in first grade. Yeah, I'm with you, but you're picking up a good kid who was going to get paid until he stuffed up and you got him for nothing. So I get it. It's a free crack. I get it. Um, they picked up Cornish. They got rid of one Cornish, Tyler, and picked up another Cornish, Mitch, who's battled. Tell you what, Tyler looked good in the nines. Yeah, Tyler did look good. Yeah. But uh, on top of that, they get a lot of guys back healthy this year. They'll be with Cordner. They'll have Rory Hargraves on deck. They've actually got a spine this time unless Pierce decides to hump a dog again. Kiri there, Gordon. So they've got a decent spine there. Forward pack's back intact. Um, they've got basically an all-rep forward pack. And then you've got possibly Evans, Orbison, Nat Butcher, the gun under-20s player, and say Carter or someone else on the bench. Um, the back line, probably Ferguson and Mitchell in the centres is the talk. Kenny Dow on one wing and then possibly Tupo on one of the other wings. Um, you know, Joseph Manu's there. Johnny Tuovasa-Shek from their 20s as well. So they've got some options, definitely. I think they bounce back. The only one not starting the season healthy is Tokiaho, but they reckon he'll be back by about round six to eight from his knee. Uh, I don't think they can be anything like they were last year. The forward pack's too good. Pierce, Friend, Gordon, and Kiri, along with Watson as a backup. I think they've got options. Nick Arima's still there. Madison's still there. Uh, yeah, just there's too many good players on this side, and I like their coach too much. Well, I they, think won, they won like six, six or seven games. games by less than four points. Yeah. And it can't happen again. They lost, sorry. Yeah. They lost. So, you know, and they won six games. So you give them even half of that, that takes them up to nine, and I think they're going to be better. Mm. Look, just straight away, as you said, like, their season went up in flames. Before it even started. The the season hasn't even started, and you've lost your best player for half. And your two best forwards, and three Um, of your spine, like. Look, I think Michael Gordon's a good addition. Uh, I like the fact that they've got a few young kids there who are going to get better. I like the fact they got rid of Jackson Hastings. And they I didn't blooded. know he went to Manly. That's how long I've been in America. Yeah, that well, must have happened while I was over there. They but. blooded some kids as well, which is a good time when things like that are happening. So but you look, at, you look at their spine. They've got Friend, Pierce, Kiri, Gordon. Gordon. And then Watson's a great backup. Very solid. 
very, very solid. Well, Watson was what? Player of the tournament in the North. Yeah, was he? and Madison yeah. plays back row in six. I love Madison. So. Uh, you know, and this is the forward pack. Look at I the, love their forward pack. Full health forward pack. Napa, Friend, Rhea Hargraves, Cord Aguera, Isaac Liu. Then you've got Evans on the bench, Orbison, Tokiaho when he's healthy, and the best forward in possibly um, the under-20s in Nat Butcher. Yeah. And then they blooded Manu last year. you got Sheck who's on the borderline. They blooded Garvey at nine, so they got a backup hooker as well. There's... Kids coming out of yin yang for them, and then you pick up Carter, like we said on the cheap. You get Knight for a free roll of the dice. So I think they're in a much better position. I think they'll find themselves back in the eight. Uh, they're my big improver, and I have them finishing seventh. Yeah, I've uh, I've got them finishing eighth. So you both got them getting back in the yep. wins uh, with WilliamHill.com. The Premiership eleven dollars. So a lot of people have laid into them this year. There's a lot of people liking them. Uh, some saying they're overrated, but a lot interested. Minor Premiership with William Hill eleven dollars for the Roosters. Top four, $3. Uh, $1.55, top eight. To miss the eight, $2.35. The spoon, 34. Overs, unders, 12 and a half, uh, as far as that is concerned. I've gone the overs. I think they'll win probably around that mark, 12 to 13. You've gone under. You're I've got them under. I think they'll win 12. 12 on the dot. Yeah. So if you think over, 12 and a half, $1.70. Under, $2.10 for the Roosters. And the last team in our previews, the West Tigers. Last year, same old, same old. Battling salary cap, going into everyone else's, paying multiple coaches. Robbie Taylor, JT, comes to a head. Finally ends. Ends in tears, mind you, but <laughs> Jason Taylor, he got what he wanted. Robbie Farrer is gone, and he's going to play him round one, but he did it at what cost? They're in such a bad position now. That they're trying to offload Kyle Lovett, and he got busted. No one's interested. They're trying to give Simona to the Titans, and then they tried to give him to Parramatta. Um, Parramatta very interested in Nofaluma not Simona they're saying no they're like we'll just buy him at the end of the year because he's off contract anyway so we're not doing a deal with you now and they're that tight for money the only players they could bring in were Idris on the cheap and uh, Matt McCurick and losses Addo Carr went Buchanan Tyler Castle Cherrington Drinkwater Farah Finney Graham Griffin Penny um, Chance Penny that is and Siren and they cleaned out a fair few and they're playing under massively on the cap the only good thing I can say is they always seem to have a glut of young kids. Yeah. And, you know, they've got some good players, in particularly Tedesco, who's an absolute weapon. I also like Nofaluma and Simona. I like, you know, Suaso Su. I like Little, the hooker. I think he'll come off the bench and Ballon probably start. Alaya was great in the back row last year. Taylor was solid for him, but I just, I don't like the halves. I don't like the money that's been thrown around or talked about. I think Tedesco I'd pay. I think Woods I'd pay reasonably. I'm not really, again, so massive on him, but Moses asking 800 or so. I'm not paying him. He can't tackle. Everyone who gives him a massive pat on the back and says, how good can he attack? Go back and watch the Raiders game, round 26. He scored that one try. He let about six in. He is that much of a liability. That left edge just gets punished for him. He destroys that edge single-handedly on his own because he can't defend. Look. They, uh, they haven't made the eight since 2011, and there's a reason for that. Yeah. Because they've been a basket case, poorly managed. From coach to coach, they've let the players run the franchise. Mm. Now, they've moved far on. I think that's a massive positive. Is that going to save them this year? I don't think so. No, and they've um, got four players who just told them, basically, when they've said, we want to keep you all, that, you know, that's probably not going to happen. I so. like Tedesco, Brooks, Moses, Little as a core group. I mm. think that's something you can move forward with. Agree totally with what you said about Moses' defence. His attack, brilliant. You know, he's doing yeah. a lot of good things in attack. One try doesn't make up for letting three. No, off no, no. I'm not, and I'm not saying it yeah. does. And if anyone's going to be critical of it, like from a coach, like I'm a coach, yeah. I'm looking at it going, you know, you got to give me, 
you can't do one good thing and do three bad things no. on, and on different sides of the ball. You've got to be as accountable on both sides of the ball, not just on one. Uh, yeah. And he gives them a lot of upside with the footy. Uh, he's, he's just got to hold up his end of the bargain when they're defending. I think also with that youth brings errors and brings a little bit of flamboyance and they're try- still trying to find their way yeah, a little bit. He's played a couple of years now. I'm sick of everyone giving him a pat on the back. No, I'm, not, last I'm just they're, saying they're, that no, they're, no, but they're still young. they football now where they have to be accountable. This is point. what I'm saying. It's, it's now come to the time where it, that's not good enough anymore. What no. they did in that Raiders game was the difference between being an also-ran and a side that occasionally it sticks to playing a side who is a top four legitimate premiership contender. They had their asses handed to them. Twice. 60 points, 50 points. And they deserved it. Only team who lost to Newcastle. They deserved it. Mm. Um, The difference between their best game and their worst game is obviously poles apart. Yeah. Uh, So, look, I think it's going to be another hard year. I like what JT's trying to do. I hope that now with Farah gone, he he owns the side Mm. and they're all going to buy into what he wants to do because I think just that in itself is going to improve them. Uh, And without all that speculation and crap that's going on off the field... Hopefully that's gone because, as you said, they've got so many good young players that if they can just be coached and play and just worry about football, if, I think they're going to be a good side. If they could manage to keep Tedesco, Woods, and say one of these halves, uh, again, it just all depends on money. I, I don't think they're going to be able to do it, to be honest. Why? What are they? They don't. They. They don't deserve that sort of money. No, they don't. But that's the thing. They're going to get it somewhere. And there's talk yeah. that he almost went to the Roosters and the well, Bulldogs. There's, t- there's talk in. that he, in Rugby League Week this week, they're saying that he signed with the yeah, Roosters. Yeah, well, he reckons he didn't, but again. And reneged. Well, where, where does that come from? Exactly. Then? But the, bull, the Bulldogs are apparently very interested. That depends if Desi's there, I guess, in getting him and moving Reynolds on. Reynolds apparently talking to Newcastle. Reynolds, and, Reynolds are making linking a good target. Linking with Hodkinson. But Reynolds are making a good target. Oh, cross. But he really would. I just feel bad for these kids because I see JJ Felice, who's 20s eligible, Junior Tatola, and I watch these guys play cup, and they're so good. But well, not for Luma. Coming down from the top when the NRL and the management and everything's so poor, and then the attitude when I watch their cup side the last two years looks the same. Well, they moved on. And now, then mate, they have too, didn't they? Mark, what's he? What was his name? Who? The football manager. What was his name? Oh, Mark O'Neill. <laughs> he got he got the yeah. sack. It's the shortest football manager gig ever. Yeah, did himself in, didn't he? But what are you doing, uh, mate? You, you tell them they can drink beer and eat pizza. Yeah. The coach said no. Good one, mate. <laughs> Jacob Little, gun number nine. Then you've got Taniela Paseco, massive front row from the 20s, still eligible this year. Probably plays some first grade. Big boy. Junior Tatola's played a couple of games. Still 20s eligible, I'm pretty sure. JJ Felice, only just out. Esau Masters, junior Kiwi back row. Chased by Melbourne, the Sharks, everybody. Uh, Veiru Mapasone, gun number six, big boy. Played cup last year. Um, and after playing 20s. Ryan Pappenhausen, who you've seen a bit of, another fullback kind of player. He goes well. Moses Suli, I basically haven't seen, but somehow they decided he's worth $1.3 million, so they must have some opinion of him because he only played two halves of under 20s. Yeah. But again, like I said, they've always got a glut of these kids, but it doesn't seem they have a chance to flourish or grow or really succeed because this environment just seems so toxic. So hopefully now things have settled down. Hopefully these contract talks... Um, don't cause any divide. Hopefully Moses, etc. these kind of blokes don't turn into mini pharaohs themselves and tear the place apart. I'd but like to... Um, I don't know. I'd like to extend a, you know, a warm... Uh, I don't know what sort of thank you, but just just a little bit of a, a welcome to West Tigers, to Jamal Idris, and welcome Tigers fans to supporting Jamal Idris because watching him play is the most frustrating thing you'll ever see. Hopefully he comes back, well, strips some weight, he has reaches his up, potential. Uh, we'll wait and see. But... Jeez, he's tough to watch. He's tough when he's on your side. Well, he's trimmed up big time, so fingers um, crossed we see something. But also, yeah, Chris Hutchinson got the 20s kick there. Um, a guy who 
coach, friend, uh, a guy who uh, isn't an ex-player, one of the only blokes who's not an ex-player and leeching off the game and taking jobs uh, that they probably haven't earned. He uh, had a lot of success at Mounties, Chris, and now he's got a gig at the Tigers. So he did a lot of work at the Eels um, and then was the assistant at the Tigers last year. So congrats, Hutch. I hope um, I hope the side goes really well for you. And it's good to see someone who's putting the time and the effort to come through the grades and do it the right way, um, getting some rewards. So Yeah, well... I think uh, all this stuff will drag out. And again, like I said, I like a lot of the players. Simone and Aluma, Tedesco, uh, Alaye. I like Ava, Simon Afanai. Look out for Paseca, Felice, Totola, Isar, Masters, etc. But I still don't see a good result, um, even with all the changes. But the pinch of the salary cap, paying other players, the coaching situation, I don't know if that's all sorted out. And the contracts, I think, are going to drag out through the year and there's going to be issues. So... I think Tedesco kills it again. I think we see a lot of good kids flash up, but I don't think it's going to be a bright year. I've got the Tigers finishing 14th. Yeah, I've got them 14th as well. Yeah, not a good time. And the odds for WilliamHill.com to win the comp, the Tigers, $29. Minor Premiership, 51 Top four, $9. Top eight, three twenty-five To miss the eight, $1.31. To get the spoon, 11 uh, The over-under for them was 10.5. We both went under. I reckon they can win around that mark. But they're another one in that group that say, you know, down the bottom there, if they got near the eight, it wouldn't surprise me, but I wouldn't put them in it. I think they'll be down the bottom. Mm, Agree. That wraps up all 16 teams. We have now built our ladders, and to be honest, I really think this is going to be a cracker year. Like we said, I think from six, say, down to 12 or 13, all those teams are kind of shuffling for the bottom two spots. I think you've got a clear glut there at the top in the Storm, Raiders, Cowboys, Panthers, Broncos, and Sharks who will be in. I don't know what order, but I think from the Roosters, Warriors, Titans, Souths, Eels, Dogs, maybe, say, Eagles or West, if things work out, could all shuffle to that bottom two spots, but maybe not. Um, it's going to be a cracker. I'm really, really looking forward to it. We'll go through our ladders before we finish off with our full season predictions. Mine, first, the Melbourne Storm. Oh, sorry, they had them second. Raiders to finish minor premiers at one. Melbourne Storm, second. The North Queensland Cowboys third, the Penrith Panthers fourth, the Brisbane Broncos fifth, the Cronulla Sharks sixth, Sydney Roosters seventh, the Warriors at eight, Souths at ninth, Titans at tenth, the Eels at eleventh, the Dogs at twelfth, the Eagles at thirteenth, the Tigers fourteenth, the Dragons fifteenth, and last the Newcastle Knights boxhead. I have the Brisbane Broncos minor premiers at one, the Storm at two, Cowboys at three, Raiders at four. The Sharks at five, Panthers at six, Warriors at seven, Roosters at eight, rounding out my top eight. In the bottom eight, I have at nine, the Titans, 10, Souths, 11, Eels, 12, Dogs, 13, Eagles, 14, Tigers, 15, Dragons, and 16, Knights. There you go. So pretty much top eights are very similar, just shuffled around. And bottom half, the bottom four, basically identical. And those other spots, same deal, just shuffled around a little bit. Um, Interesting to see how things play out. But as always, we hope you're there and you've got your ladders and have a think about things like we have. Anyone who's offended, don't take offence. Just calm down. Well, we need to fill 16 spots. You've got to fill 16 spots. We can't put them all at one. Someone always ends up having a terrible year or something goes wrong that you can't plan for or someone gets injured. Don't and get there'll, be, there'll be hate mail. And oh, I'll, be, I'll be right. They'll always I'll be, be right again. They'll always be, but I think we'll be close to the mark. And if, I, if I rank the Manly fans second, they, they'd email me saying, how dare you rank you put us second? They, should be, no, they shouldn't put us... They should have put me first. Well, the Bulldogs fans <laughs> have started to agree with me gradually. 
actually, over the last couple of years. So yeah. I apologise. I hope things do change, but I don't think they will. But finishing things off, you've got our ladders 1-16 to 16 now. We've done the over-unders markets. We gave you all the odds for each team for their chances, say pri- uh, Premiership, Minor, Spoon, Top 4, Top 8, to miss out, all the odds for each team. Now we're going to do our ones to finish things off. The Premiership. Brock, you think the Cowboys will win the comp? I think the Cowboys will win in 2017. Yeah, well, I think the Melbourne Storm, anyone who listens, you probably think I'm biased, but anyone who has listened long-term realises most years I have them around the mark but don't have them win the comp. I really do think this is last chance to learn. I thought last year was getting there. Now Proctor's gone and Harris is leaving at the end of the season. If Slater's back on board, Munster's there and things work out, I think this is Melbourne's last legitimate chance with Finucane, McLean and other guys being pursued, so... Storm for me. Minor premiership, I think the Canberra Raiders. Brock, who do you got? Uh, I've got the Broncos. Got the Broncos for the minor at the conclusion. Yeah. All right. Wooden Tough spoon. one. I think that that's the hardest one. Like I, oh, I, I think... could have Well what? between Storm Broncos, Storm, Cowboys, Raiders, Sharks, Panthers, Warriors. Yeah, well, you got to look There's at... probably seven there that I, Origin, I would not be surprised if any of those finished minor premiership. Origin hit Storm very hard last year and the Cowboys and the Broncos, but it didn't stop the Storm from going up near the top. Uh, the Raiders were close and they weren't affected. They were the one side that I looked at in Penrith yeah. and thought they'll probably be the two least affected, so they were a chance, but I'll stick with the Raiders. Uh, the Spoon's pretty simple. We've both gone Newcastle, but hang tough. Your slider for the year... I've said the Bulldogs, they, they got me wrong last year. There's no way they can make the eight this year for me. No, nah, dogs. I agree. Oh, yeah. I think I've had them there every year. Yeah. Improver, the Roosters, is probably an easy one to pick, but let's face it, they were 15th last year. They were terrible. I don't think it'll happen again. They're my improver. Uh, I've got the Warriors. I think they'll be the improver. Yep. Dark Horse, uh, I think you could probably flip both of ours here. I was thinking the Panthers, but the way they're favoured in the betting, I don't think many people would be surprised, but... I think the Broncos are one that most people wouldn't consider this year, but looking at things, I think there's enough there to win a comp if things go right. They've got the right coach. They've got a great spine. The forward pack's still very good. Those kids got some experience, and the back line's pretty safe. I wouldn't put it past them if things all clicked. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if it'll happen, but that'd be my dark horse. I've got the Panthers. I think they're just outside those elite teams, but if they click and feel these young kids pick up and come along quicker than what they think, I think they're a chance of winning it, potentially. Yep. Uh, and some of the fun ones for people that like to have a bet, the old point scorer market, they've suspended it because Jared Croker was a $2 favourite now. He's injured, they're freaking out. I got Nathan Cleary the other day at $9. I think he was into about 8 So he's my top point scorer for this year. Who have you got for a I've bit of money? Jordan Kahu because he's, he's probably the score, goal kicker. score tries and, you well, know, if you can score 10 tries and then kick, I don't know, what, 50 goals, yeah. 60 goals? Well, I didn't see his odds, but let's put it this way. He wasn't at... Cleary was like third at 8.50, and I think Maloney was ahead of him. So if he's anywhere behind that, you get some good odds out there. Yeah. So I, I don't... Look, fans out there, I'm not, I'm not going to just pick the top of the markets and... No, no, no. Yeah, I just... You've got to think if about gonna, it. If I'm going to have a bet, and I've picked them to finish minor premier, so I'm picking that they're going to win some games. Well, if he stays fit, doesn't play Origin. Eight fifty nine dollars for Cleary, I think it's great. He's a sharpshooter, well, he Kahu kicks can't, goals. Kahu can't play Origin. He's Kiwi, isn't he? Kahu, yeah, Kiwi? he can't play yeah, Origin. Well, there you go. So. But I don't think Cleary, as much as people called for it, will. And I think Penrith are going to score some points, and he'll get a couple of tries as well as his goal kicking. So yeah. good value there. If you like, with William Hill, eight fifty for Nathan Cleary. I don't know what Kahu was because the market's down at the moment. Uh, the Daly M medal. I think your easy two picks every year are Thurston and Cronk. You get $9 for Jonathan Thurston, $10 for Cooper Cronk, Smith $11, Moylan's at 11 I think that's a bit uh, generous. Milford at 15 
Hayne at 17, Bryce Cartwright at 17. Jesus Christ, that's a bit generous again. Um, when's the last time a forward won it? Jason Tamalolo is your one at $21. Still value of thinking you can have another massive year. Well, Tamalolo won it, but I don't think Cartwright's going to have a Tamalolo year. I've got Josh Hodgson. I think he... A lot of guys played well last year and they probably took points off him, but I think he'll be important again this year. So he'd be my outsider. He's my pick. He's at $23 with WilliamHill.com. Who have you got? Thurston. I pick Thurston every year because yeah. I think he's by far and away the best player in the game. If but you, yeah. last year I had... Norman. I had Norman as my outsider at 51. He's 17 this year. I wouldn't have him this year. No. Uh, if I was going to have an outsider, I'd have Hodgson. Well, some of these other guys as well, like we said, Hayne... Uh, your Normans, Johnson. Well, you need, Haynes great odds if you think you need, he's going to get returned. You need to win games. Near, yeah, but Haynes great yeah. odds if he's, you think he's going to return to anywhere near his best. Yeah, but you need to win games to get the points. So some of but these, I think if he plays Dally M form, Titans yeah, will like, win a lot of games. Tedesco at twenty one dollars. How many games are they winning for him to get three points every game? Well, not. It's not happening. So uh, there's ones like that going down the list. Some value. I guess some people have mentioned Pierce having one of those years. Another Ford feeder who gets points at 26. Cherry Evans, you don't think they win enough games, 26. Benny Hunt, if Brisbane had a big year like Milford, $34 before he departs. Uh, going down. Slater's at 41 if he had a massive return year somehow. I don't think there's too much more value further down the list. If you like the Raiders halves to have big years, I guess Austin at $51 if they won a lot of games. And I'm pretty sure it was earlier we looked and saw... Caesar at 81 and Cameron Munster playing at 58. Can he have a, a level a year of that level? I don't think so. But 81 dollars moving to the halves. Um, that's basically a Dalian market. But Dalian for me, I've gone Hodgson, Brock Thurston. I reckon you're a safe bet every year to put 50 on Thurston. Why he's got some odds about him to be honest. So definitely not. Nine dollars, great. Oh, not a bad idea. Top try scorer. I've gone the favourite, um, and it's not biased at all. He's an absolute freak, and he scored more tries than games he played last year. Suliasi Vulivalu, he's $10. Jordan Rapana, $10 also. Good value. They're the favourites. Rarara's 13 Oates, 15 Tedesco, 15 French, 17 He scored an absolute swag in 10 games. I think Adokar's your value on the other side of the Melbourne field, $19. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go Suli at $10 with William Hill. Yeah, Vulivalu as well. Yep, Adokar. Felt, 21 uh, Zalesniak, Dallin, he's 21 Holmes is 21 Looking at some blokes There's here. There's not many there that I really... If, Mitch, nah. if Mitchell's on the wing, I like him. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. I was trying to figure out who the Penrith wing is going to be because the problem is with Hiku and Farre back... Yeah, you're going to have guys playing... Does Blake play on the wing or does he play centre? Like, I think if Blake goes on a wing, you could possibly see him get somewhere up that list. Antonio Winnerstein's always a safe bet to score some points up there. $34. Manu, I don't think he'll be near the top, but if they had a really good year, $34. Fussy Tour on the other wing, $34. Uh, looking for a bit of value. If Tupo got back to a big year for the Roosters, 34. Blake, Waka Blake, 41. There's not many other wingers down here. David Mead at Brisbane, outside Roberts, if things were good, $51. Yeah, yeah there's not too many more. Brett Morris, $51. He always seems to score tries no matter where he is, even at the Dogs, as bad as they've seemed to be attacking-wise. So there's your try scorers. And $100 sure bet, your William Hill, $100 sure bet for the year. Mine is the same as it was last year. I think it's good. Cowboys to make the top four at two dollars. Yeah, I'm going the same. I've got them winning the comp, so I don't think they'll be outside the top four. And two dollars, you're doubling up. Yeah, sure bet. I'm with you. And there's I some... also I like where was that bet we had up before the yeah, NRL. We're about to go region. through those. Sorry. Now. some other. I like the three seventy five about a Queensland team winning it. I like yeah. the Broncos and the Cowboys. If you want some other value besides those ones for Premier, Miners, Spoon, um, you know, make the top eight, make the top four, etc., etc., there's winning region. 
So New South Wales, obviously, all the Sydney teams. Any other region is Melbourne, Canberra, and New Zealand and Queensland, the three Queensland teams. If you like one of the three Queensland teams, so the Broncos or the Cowboys or the Titans, three seventy five to win the comp. Any other region, you get good value as well. You've got Melbourne, Canberra, and the Warriors, all three teams we've both got in our top eight. Uh, for any other region, you get three twenty five. New South Wales, $2 for the team to win from there. From the other teams to win out of that, Melbourne, Canberra, New Zealand. Melbourne, 215 with William Hill, 260 Canberra. New Zealand, $4. The top Queensland team, Cowboys, 210. Brisbane, 220. Me and you had this last year, and it came down to the last game. You had the Broncos over the Cowboys. But I think, again, Cowboys are probably the bet, but those two will be very close, I think. Well, I've got, I've got Broncos to finish minor premiers. So. You'd be got Cowboys to win it, so I'd, I'd back both of them. Top New South Wales team, Penrith, three dollars, Roosters four fifty, Sharks four fifty, Souths nine, Para eleven, Dogs eleven, Manly twelve, West nineteen, St George twenty nine and sixty seven with Newcastle with WilliamHill.com. Penrith the Roosters or the Sharks, your three kind of obvious ones there. If I had to pick one, looking at what I have here, I've got Penrith coming out on top. They are the favourite with William Hill. Three dollars. And that basically wraps us up, champion. Done. We've done our ladders one to sixteen. We've given you our thoughts for this season, how the teams are going to finish, who we think will win, our miners, our spoon, our slider, our improver, our dark horse, our point scorer, try scorer, Dallium, a $100 short bet, all the overs and unders and odds, all those odds brought to you thanks to WilliamHill.com. A massive thank you to them for coming back on board this year. We will be, as usual, charity bets each week. This year we've got a charity before we've even started. It is the Great Walk Foundation. We did a luncheon. Uh, not too long ago for the Great Walk Foundation. They raise funds for much-needed charities. They do it every single year. So we're on board there with Jonathan Green and the blokes there for the Great Walk Foundation. Thank you again, William Hill, for giving us the opportunity to put these bets on and give something back to the community. And remember, if you're going to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, make sure you do it with WilliamHill.com. Boxhead. Do you want to give Quizen a quick plug while you're on here? I suppose we're both involved with that now. You've been there for two years, the academy there, the high-performance academy and the boys. Yeah, and there's a lot of good things coming. We're going to start some coach-to-coach uh, seminars, a bit of a country academy. The summer academy, we've got one week to go, and the winter academy will be coming up. So jump on and follow the Kaizen boys on Facebook. Uh, they've shared a few videos from the sessions they do some facebook lives and i'm gathering with this new coach the coach and the country uh program coming in uh the programs are going to become you know more involved and more in depth and uh social media is a great tool so i'll be sharing plenty of stuff through there but uh any any uh likes or shares or just get on there and have a look support them well, before we finish things off, we will be back for our round one show previewing. We'll have Mr. Gossip on. We'll get MG on. We'll get their top eight uh, and who they think will win the comp. But, Brock, one last time, I think we should read our ladders out just to re-summarise things before we shut it down for our season preview. So, Lewis, myself, I've got the Storm uh, as the premiers. I think they'll win the comp. Uh, and I think during the regular season, one to 16, how things will finish. I think the Raiders will be the minor premiers. I think Storm's second. Cowboys third, Panthers fourth, Broncos fifth, Sharks sixth, uh, the Roosters seventh, Warriors eighth, and then I've got South ninth, Titans tenth, Eels eleventh, Dogs twelfth, Eagles thirteenth, Tigers fourteenth, Dragons fifteenth, and Newcastle getting the spirit. That's Lewis's ladder, and like I said again, my premiers are the Storm, my Miners, the Raiders, and the Spoon, the Knights, Brock. Okay, I have the Cowboys winning the competition. I have the, Bron- uh, the Broncos as minor premiers. 
the Knights as wooden spooners. My ladder, Broncos 1, Storm 2, Cowboys 3, Raiders 4, Sharks 5, Panthers 6, Warriors 7, Roosters 8. The bottom 8, Titans 9, Souths 10, Eels 11, Dogs 12, Eagles 13, Tigers 14, Dragons 15 and Newcastle 16. There you go. Everything done. Season preview. Massive show. We've looked over all your teams. For everybody out there, I hope your team does really well heading into the season. If we bagged on your team, I'm sorry. If we gave him a wrap, fingers crossed. I hope I'm, everyone... I'm, uh, I'm not sorry. He's not sorry at all. Sorry. I really, really hope it's an absolute cracker season. I think it will be. I think it's going to be on a knife's edge. There's that big log jam of teams, I think, fighting for the bottom. And I think it's going to be a cracker season. You know, but... you know why I'm not sorry? Why? Because I left my team out of the eight. That's right. And I put mine to win the comp and for the first time. People, people don't... Uh... Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure... If you, if you listen and you don't want us to give our opinion, then you, you're not listening 100%. for the right reason. Yeah, so. basically. So in that case, I don't apologise either. <laughs> and I also don't apologise. I'm Don't quote me on it, but I'm almost certain I've never said the Storm win the comp. Well, I'm sure someone will go back and have a look. They can I, go I'm, back. I'm pretty sure you haven't either. I'm, you can go back. I've said the Cowboys a couple of years in a row, and it took them a couple of goes. I think we both said South when they won it, and I, had the, we had, I think we went the Roosters the year, though, we did win it. No, actually, no, we didn't. We had them like 7th or 8th. But I'm almost certain I've never said the Storm win the comp from my season preview. I don't even think I had the Roosters in the 8th. So you didn't. You didn't. You had them down the bottom. I had them in the eight. I didn't yeah. have them. They were my dark horse, too. Hey, at least I can admit. People don't punish you for being wrong. They punish nah. you for not having an opinion. That's right. Well, we are done. Thank you to William Hill for all the odds there. Thank you to Kaizen Sports Performance. We are looking forward to another massive year. We'll be back. Uh, we'll release the podcast probably... Sunday or Monday of the week before the comp is kicking off on March 2nd and we'll give a preview so about 10 days tips. away and uh, obviously have MJ and Gospel on quickly to get their top 8 and their premiership but for now you've got Brock and Lewis's ladders 1 through to 16 our premiers our minors all our futures overs unders season preview is done the season is upon us enjoy the World Club Challenge games this weekend the Charity Shield and anything else you can watch World until Club kickoff on... Super League nah <laughs> Enjoy World any football oh, challenge, Stop cutting me off, mate. Trying to finish. Enjoy any football you can before it goes on break, and the season is upon us. March second, kick off to the 2017 NRL season. Who will win it? Hopefully, it's your team. But then again, hopefully, it's not. Go to the store. <laughs> enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on! Give us more! Give us more! Where are you going? Where? Are you? What, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.